kids welcome to booze boobs and blood podcast i'm your humble co-host ween and i'm ray and this is our horror movie review <laughs> podcast cool well I'm, I'm trying to get into a thing get to regular get thing. into the groove oh you got to groove. tell us what's so special about this episode guys you guys you guys, guys. hold your fucking you horses it's pride month yes it is which for a couple means more days. we have yet another special guest, my best friend and gay husband, Will! Ooh. Yay! Hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a great time. Wasn't this totally worth it? Oh, it's so much. <laughs> I guess I have to ask you again at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That is my favorite laugh in the entire world. I I, I dig it. I dig the, it a lot. The teeny weeny world that listens to our podcast, feel free to make a sound bite out of that and send, <laughs> and send it to me. It's amazing. Well, hello, Will. Hey there. How long have we known each other, Will? Oh goodness gracious, we like officially. Officially, we knew of each other for okay. years before. So uh, officially, it would have started in two thousand eight. So what is that math? In, in, in like... 14? Late 2008. No, 24. Late 2008. That's been 24 years since 2008. That doesn't make any sense. 14. That's what I meant. I said that the first time. I like math. Edit. <laughs> Edit that out. I play Dungeons and Dragons re- regularly and have to math. So, yes. <laughs> so clearly, I know math. No, yes, we, we fourteen been, years. Yes, yeah, so we we were running in the same circles before that. Yes, because so we, we're both we, theater nerds. We knew of each other. Mm-hmm. And, yes, and then all three of us used to run around to the same institution. Indeed. <laughs> yep, it's institution just, is it's right. Sure is an institution, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ray and I worked there, and Mr. Will here attended. University. Well, it wasn't a university. You know, the institution. It is, it's a, yeah, it's a university. Whatever. It's a, it's a college. I would mm-hmm. like to think it is. Mm-hmm. It's a, anyway. Uh, but that's where we all ran around and met yeah. each other. Yay! Yay. Uh, I'm very excited. This is going to be fun, guys. <laughs> um, but before we get to our content for today. That people love and pass <laughs> And to. they just clamor <laughs> for... We do a little thing here. Hey, Will. What tickled your pickle this week? Oh, well. Or ever. Or ever. (laughs) Well, we could be here for a long time. In the the last few weeks, In the last few weeks. Because we all know this week's been a fucking week. Yes, well, well, my, my big news is that I'm about to go work. In the lovely state of the union known as Hawaii. Woo! That is amazing. Melikilikimaka. Yeah. This is the thing to say at Christmas time. I know. I just wanted to do the dance. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only Hawaiian song I know. <laughs> sing some Moana for you. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for you. Yes, it's gonna be a That's good time do, doing doing some arts related work on the uh, the islands. There, it's gonna be the isles. Good, good time. Cool. That's amazing. Cheers. Cheers. 
Slunch or whatever. Slancha. 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 The toast of our people. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. You'll have to tell us what it is. Sweet, you'll have to teach us. That sounds amazing. It's amazing. I'm very vocal fry today. I don't know why. I'm just like, that's great. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now it's done. (laughs) Okay, now I'm over it. Give me the belty growl. (laughs) Now I'm over it. Thank you, Will. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Jesus. Anyway, hey, Ray. Hey, what? What tickled your pickle? I was just assaulted by it. <laughs> You're your assaulted? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. <laughs> this week, fucking guys, this week. Let's. Wow. I don't want to go into it. We're not going to go into it. But nope. um, nope. I'm going to try to find nope. that one modicum of hope that I have in my heart. Um, uh, just for our kids uh, keeping track at home, keeping score at home, it's June 26th today. Uh, two days after a certain event in Yeah, I mean, the violence in my head has reached an all-time rage level, so let's not talk about right. that. Um, I'm going to say... Um, Focus on the positive. Do you want me to get back to you? <laughs> I would blame you. my front yard. There we go. Awesome. You got a what? Dogwood tree for my front yard. So. Oh, nice. Yep. Yes, you did a lot of planting. I did. I saw you planted a hydrangea bush. Well, I had to move those because I was there oh, full sun and they were dying. And I was like, why are you yeah. dying? That's, not that's what's happening to mine. <laughs> that's because I'm always like, I love this hydrangea bush. Why is it always so sad? And I'm like, oh, because it's facing fucking west, it's which is... And has to yeah, the, it's in the sun all day, and I come home from work, and it's like, like it's it literally it's wilted and like so hot, and some of the leaves have burned. Yeah, and like, like they're not dead. I mean, they're dead, but like not dead from decay. They're dead from burning. Oh. <laughs> like you poor thing. But they're yeah. you know I'd, well, I'd have to move it. Watered like twice a day. Yeah. Um. Really oh. fucking, you know, like needy plants that I'm like I don't got time for. So right now they're in the back. Why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> I wanted something pretty for the front, even though it looks like hell right now because it's all hell. It's in the middle of being fixed. Well, yeah. hell. I'm, this is supposed to be a happy moment. And yes. I fucked it up. Oh. Anyhow, that's... does tickling need to be positive though? I feel like tickling could take a turn. Or what? Inter- <laughs> true. Or what interested you? Yeah. Like what tickled your fancy? Yeah, true. I mean, because there is that like that whole subgenre of people that really like to be sexually aroused by tickling. So then, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing. I mean, I was sure. Like, it is no thing. judgment. Yeah. Hey, I ain't judging nobody's kink because I got some kinks that probably. Look, don't we all? Dang. Don't we all? Dang. We. Yo. What tickled your pickle? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping you are. <laughs> hoping. And with damn it, at the we had a quick break and that's all we kept singing just over and over again. I don't know because we were praying for our mics to work. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, 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 Insert ing word here. <laughs> <laughs> ing. Uh, I had something and now it's poof gone. Yeah, it's just gone. Oh, um, the thing, your your thing. That was it. Yeah. So I finally. <laughs> I like uh, you got from that thing. You got your thing. God. Um. So my boyfriend, my lovely sweet boyfriend, he's a very. Oh, he listens to the podcast. Huh? Does he listen to the podcast? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> He's not going to, and it's okay. 
Well, just because I'm getting I'm an over ongoing it. tally of the boyfriend's list of Now it's just yet another something to tease him about because I do tell him, I talk about him all the time mm-hmm. on the podcast. And yeah. he's just like, all right, you know, like, that's yeah. cool. He's like, it's that's like, even less incentive for me to listen to him. I'm like, you think it wouldn't be, like, though. So how many times do you send your boyfriend list to the podcast? All the time. It's really funny. But he does, like, look, he does look. ask me, like, okay, uh, we're using, <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> of all days. Look. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, uh, yes, it does that too. Damn it. You can't have that. Listen. Catch my bed with the goblin. <laughs> Sorry, I keep derailing. That's <laughs> Here's the thing. Nobody knows what the thing is yet. So, the th- um, my boyfriend is a very practical guy, and I've been having lower back pain, like, forever. And um, we were kind of talking, and I, I said, you know, my chiropractor recommended that I get an inversion table because I've seen him mm, five times in six months this year, wow. uh, <laughs> in this calendar year. And he's like, Wow. Maybe we should look into it. How expensive are they? And I'm like, you know, they're, they're honestly not too bad. No. I mean, you can buy really, really crazy expensive ones, or you can buy like a super duper cheap one, or somewhere nice in the middle. Um, I'm, I'm Goldilocks, you know? And so somewhere like in the mid to lower middle, he found a really decent one, and he came over on Saturday, put it together. And oddly enough, he, he once like it was all together, he's like, I kind of want to try it. I'm like, go for it. Um, so if anybody doesn't know what an inversion table is, first of all, look it up. Secondly, they're amazing tools to assist in like stretching and expanding your spine, not to make you taller or anything, but like if you, too, right, right. Mm-hmm. if you have back issues, whether it be, you know, neck, shoulder, you know, upper, mid, lower, um, it helps it uses and some people think like you're supposed to hang upside down like a bat you're really not you're really not supposed to go past 45 degrees you know i know (laughs) (laughs) um because you um as you go backward your body weight shifts and you're kind of using your body weight to kind of make the top part of you stretch Mm -hmm. so your so your spine and vertebrae will like snap into place Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the first time I used it um at a friend's house just kind of try before you buy and within minutes it was just a godsend and I was like I need to have this Mm -hmm. so and so within the first like 10-15 seconds that my boyfriend used it he sat up he was like oh I don't like being upside upside down like this for so long and he uh sat up and he's like oh my god my back it's amazing i'm like yeah because he's like eight years older than i am Mm -hmm. and you know so he's like and he's very healthy but he was doing yard work during the day you know so i'm really really super excited of course after he left i got on it for about you know three minutes and oh it is it it does like it's a godsend they are great yeah and they're affordable Mm -hmm. if you go to the chiropractor like as much as i was um please please invest in yourself and do it it's yeah Agreed. So, friends, the moral of the story yes, is sorry. make gravity work for you. Mm. Indeed. Don't work against it. Yeah. 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 Well, I like that. Yeah. Um, it's totally awesome. Totally awesome, dude. Totally. 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 It's from so you Halloween. know what's not totally awesome? <laughs> Are we talking about this? 
We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk oh. about these two movies. One is is good. Oh, right. So the movies we good. did. So, okay. we uh, Disclaimer. Disclaimer. I think last time we announced that we were going to do. Oh, God. That's right. Yes. So we had to change movies. So we yeah. were going to do Red State by uh, directed by Kevin Smith. Which I've seen before, and uh, Ray has seen before, and you've seen it before, mm-hmm. too, well, and It's a great movie if you haven't seen a it. A really good movie, but you can't find it anywhere. No, because it's not being distributed. Right. Hmm. For, like, the opposite reason that, like, Dogma isn't distributed. Because Dogma is, like, tied up in Weinstein-ness and yeah. Yeah, yeah, weirdness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red State is just it's tied absolutely... up in Kevin Smith by himself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it was an independent release. And he really hasn't found the right quote unquote buyer for it. Well, and I don't know. I mean, uh, Netflix had it for like a minute for, you know, the first few years that it mm-hmm. was out. And it still has Tusk, which is another horror film that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's debatable whether people, whether or not you would call Red State a horror film. I definitely would. Oh, I think so. Um, not, I know horror. I know horror. It's not like creature. It. It's not creature horror like Tusk was. No, it's. Um, uh, no, but I know uh, the, a lot of the horror podcasts that I listened to yeah. at the time did it yeah. as an episode. So, Liked it. Very right. Much it's a great movie if you're able to check it out or somehow. But we could not find it streaming anywhere. I mean, not even to rent like no. or somehow um, acquire. I mean, yeah, I was even thinking about it, but then like how, you know, like we would yeah. not always lose Right. So we kind of had to scramble and figure out another movie to watch. So we consulted uh, several lists. Um, as we had well before the month began on um, gay culture horror. One of them that popped up, that kept popping up, was a movie called Fear No Evil from 1981. <laughs> I think we were, I think it was the, the naked bullyings in the, ba- and the bathroom scene and the Bob Mackie And the Bob Mackie gown <laughs> yeah, that kind of got like, us. Yeah, and we were like, this yeah. This good. I mean, and it went to me, it, it was a good marriage between that and, and especially the shower bathroom scene in come the, on and the other movie that we're doing nightmare on elm street part two um also has a shower scene yes it, yes it does <laughs> so uh, just one of the flabbergasting <laughs> yes however and fun factoid and also kind of a special reason why will is here is age uh, a couple years ago like will is not what i would consider like a horror fan i really am not <laughs> i really am not like my his- my history with horror movies does not stretch back to my childhood even in the no. vaguest sense of the word like re- re- really my my experience with horror movies began probably honestly with american horror story the ryan mm. murphy television yeah series, yeah which mm-hmm. is great and i still love that this yeah this past season was a little lackluster and i wasn't yeah. Super thrilling. I heard. But, I didn't watch it. Um, but no. But then you, you you start to appreciate like the artistry that goes into it, right? Old. What did you see the the uh, Never Sleep Again documentary first before, or I did you hear I, about? Second? I think I did. I I actually may have seen Nightmare Two before I saw that documentary. Did you? Like that? Like way back in the day when all of Hulu was still free. <laughs> oh yeah. And, yeah. and I think I read you know some gay blog post about oh there's uh, oh Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is the, like yeah. this gay horror movie and yeah. so it and it was free on Hulu at the time and so I think was that I how you saw it I thought you asked if or was did you see it and then asked me after 
to watch the whole series. Oh yes. Okay. Okay. Correct. I hadn't. I hadn't seen the rest of them at all. I yeah. Know, I had only seen the second one. Okay. You have so a box set, right? yes, mm-hmm. I famously have the box, the DVD box set given to me by my brother-in-law, um, of the um, entire Nightmare on Elm Street series minus Freddy versus Jason. And which the, I don't. Which, I don't and include. Didn't exist yet. And the reboot didn't exist yet. Which so. honestly, like, I don't know when we because we will do nightmare at some point we definitely will we have to inducing fucking too much but he's and it's it anger as much as it angers ray i he's my favorite (laughs) he's he's my favorite and i love it smeller like it'll be an interesting couple weeks when we review that but weeks months yeah there's Uh, well because there's i mean and honestly freddie versus jason i don't know i it's there's a couple, especially there's a couple mm. uh, things in there that I don't oh, shoot. Much care for. I was going to say what my other tickle pickle was, but What's it's that? more of a shitty one. I'm supposed to be, not supposed to be, but um, I just got a text from a friend of mine who's um, at my, currently at my high school reunion, and I do not want to go. <laughs> I'm here with you guys instead. Yay! Yay! I've never gone to any of mine, and I don't fucking care to. I don't care to. That's really it. I talk really to people it. from high school that I want to talk to. Exactly. Yeah. What, In what, the age of mine? Facebook. What, what year is this for you? 2002. So what? 20. So 20. Yeah, I went to my 10th because it was mm. nearby. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's in, it's like, you know, 30 miles away from where our high school is, which is fine. Um, but it's also $75 a head. Excuse me. That's, that's exactly it. I'm like, ex fucking excuse me. No, no, it's at a yachting club. Oh, oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. So no, thank you. Yeah. Ours was just in, in a, like, uh, on the patio of a bar slash restaurant. Right. I'm like, fuck you very much. No. We could order what we wanted, but like, we didn't have to. Yeah. Right. that no, that's I not. I remember. I think it was my tenth. Not a purpose. One of the guys that I was uh, friends with in high school, he he um, messaged me on. I think it was on Facebook. When I was still on Facebook, he was like, "Hey, uh, Ray, why weren't you at the class reunion?" And I said, "We had a class reunion." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I was thinking you're gonna be there." Come to find out, like I think I think he had a crush on me in high school. Oh. And, uh, and I was like, I go, dude. Uh, I talked to the people. You know, like. You and at the time we were back talking, I said, yeah, I talked yeah. to the people I want to fucking talk to. Yeah, dude. And uh, I and, and part of me and now is sad because he's dead, and I wish I actually had gone. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh! A couple, couple years ago. Whoa. Yeah. So well, that's those kind of things. You're like, ah, damn. But you know, at the same time, like, I yeah, like every fucking other person in that school. It's like, odd that you say fuck. that because she just, my friend just texted me a picture of. Um, all the people, like, they had a little in memoriam section oh, of all the people awful. in my class oh. that had passed away. And horrible. It's just awful. I know. It's like, oh, wow. And when he, when he passed, I, it was rough for me because I'm like, it's the first person that my age that I knew who died. And I was mm. like, that I pers- like, I personally knew. There's other people from my class who'd had, but this was like, yeah. fuck. It was, it was, it messed me up. I mean, because you like, you realize you're fucking getting older, man. Oh, this is your tickle pickle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I think I'm done now. That's Again, good. it doesn't have to be positive. No, no. it's true. True. It's just point, no, uh, point of note, I suppose. You know, still just like, just be excited for Will going to Hawaii. <laughs> I totally am. I'm super jealous. He texted me and he's like, guess what, bitch? And I'm I, like, ah, that's great. Uh, I've always wanted to go just because... 
it's our 50th state. I'm like, damn. I wanna, My cousin you know? lived there for a while. Really? And he did, um, he did a skyline or a zipline uh, yeah. tour. So that's what he did. Well, we have, yeah. a, we have a mutual uh, friend that lives there now mm-hmm. and is so happy. I actually have, I have a friend that lives there, too. Oh, no. He, I'm not sure he officially lives there. Oh no! But, but yeah, I thought he did anyway. Well, because he he's Sorry. back. He's back <laughs> in this. He might, but he's back in this area so often to work that like I, yeah, I forget that he he spends time there anyway. Yeah. I just I love that you can't get good pineapple there. They send all the pineapple, the good pineapple, onto the mainland. They don't keep it. So that sucks. I love that's fucking, very expensive. Fucking love pineapple. Yeah. Well, yeah. Where isn't it? Fucking Denver, Colorado is expensive. Fuck oh, you. Weird, weird stuff like that. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like when in, in Key West, like they're famous for their conch fritters, but it's also illegal to harvest the actual conch. Right. So they just oh. they just use the recipe for what was a conch fritter and substitute some other form of meat. Like crab or something. Yeah. 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 Which would, you know, kind of make sense. good, though. Yeah. It's Anywho, Anywho so we're going to take yes, a break speak. and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Fear No Evil from, yes. from uh, 1981 and then we're going to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge from 1984. Five. Five? Okay, five. 84 was the first movie. Okay. Because I'm a nerd. No, no, I'm just... I'm well, it's just also the year brain. I was born and, and I know all the brain. fun stuff. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm like... Gear up, guys. Buckle the fuck up! Woo! (laughs) Gay pride! (laughs) Taking the volume down. Way down. At the break, I shouted, Gay pride! At the top of my lungs, but but Ray hit pause, and she's like, you gotta say it, and I'm like... You gotta bring the intimacy. That's right. (laughs) Welcome to NPR. Make love to the microphone. <laughs> NPR's ASMR hour. See, vocal fry. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you guys. So we threw in the towel on this one. I yeah. did. I stopped taking notes halfway through, you guys, through this movie, through Fear No, Fear no Evil 1981. Yeah. It was not good. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> so, before we even get to anything, I think probably Will and I have some production notes because um, we probably read the same thing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't write my notes down though. This is just what I remember uh, of reading yeah. about it. Got it. Um, so the film's origin. Again, we're back to being the IMDb cast. It's fine. I don't really care. Um, the film's origin came about when producer Charles M. Lalogia. Uh, discovered that filming location off of the Bolt Island in Alexandria Bay, New York. I actually wrote Hudson Bay. I don't know. It's some fucking bay off of, it's off of, off of New York. Close. Down by the bay. Da, bing. Um, <laughs> thought it was an ideal place to set a horror film and approached his cousin, director Frank Lalogia, to write a film around the location. So literally it was like, here's a place. Let's make it's an a old castle. Movie. Let's yep. make a movie. Mm-hmm. God. Um, an cool. executive at Avco Embassy wanted the seduction scene between Andrew and, and Gabrielle to be cut from the film, but director Frank Lelogia wanted the scene to be left in. A deal was struck where the scene would be left in the film if the executive would be given um, associate producer credit. Ugh. I mean, 
Honestly, we could have left that scene out of the film. Yeah, it really, it really didn't. didn't. It did nothing. No. I mean, we could just say the love. For anyone. did nothing. Uh, I'm, no, I know. I was like, I could yeah. just fucking do it. Just stick it in. But nope. Okay. I, I will say, though, because there, there was that scene. There was the... The the inclusion of like punk and new wave music. This fucking yes. music. This sound. The music in this. Oh, there was the Sex Pistols. There was the fucking Ramones. There was and, Talking Heads. Yeah, fucking Talking Heads. Psycho Killer. I know. Psycho Killer. I was like, oh, damn. Her. It was it was fun, but it was such a left turn from the score beforehand. Yeah. yeah. That you could tell. Like, it was forced upon the film. Yes. As were the presence of zombies from, like, from mm-hmm. production stuff that I was read, And, like, all mm-hmm. of those things, add, like, as as weird and, like, and vignette and episodic as everything else was in yeah. the movie, even then, those three things felt super random and they forced were. upon this movie. I hate to say, like, if someone was like, here is a vinyl of this fucking movie, I'd be like, <laughs> yes, please, thank you. I mean, I thought... It, yeah, I mean, right. I, I thought a lot of it sounded like Sweeney Todd. Honestly, the, just the, the, the diegetic sounds and stuff like that, I thought it was, yeah. like, a lot of it was, like, random, you know, violins and random... It was... But then... Yeah. But I think, honestly, they're like, we'll just throw this song in here, no one will know. And probably no one probably did, because they're like... Film rights, song rights, what? Yeah. I mean, when I first heard, what was the first one um, that was like, um, oh shit. I the first one that was uh, played, uh, I think, was uh, Anarchy in the UK by Sex Pistols. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I think that, that was one of the, because that, that's and not my genre of music at all, but no. even, even I recognize, mm-hmm. I am an antichrist. Yeah. Like, yes. What is happening? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's there. Oh, oh, oh. Also, super, I don't like Mondays. Super on the nose, by the way. Yes, <laughs> every time and every time too, because they did that, and you know, because they they showed a picture of, or they had the camera on Andrew, our lead guy, um, when they played, you know, Anarchy in the UK. Mm-hmm. I am an anti-crack. Um The second song uh, was uh, what was it? Uh, I mean, there were a bunch of others, but the notable ones that I, the only ones I really knew. And then the, the uh, Blitzkrieg bop by, uh, by the Ramones, that was... We had, I Don't Like Mondays by the Boom, Boomtown Rats. Yeah. It's based on a serial, on a, on a, on a school shooting. There you go. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm going, hold on. Yeah. I and mean, they talk about on the nose as they're in school. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, they're all, they're all in school during these movie. scenes. Whatever movie. And then there's um, Psycho Killer by <sighs> the Talking Heads. You understand how much I love the fucking. While one of the characters is like fucking his girlfriend with a gun. Oh my god! Ooh, Thank you. So, so if you're not enticed by now, if anybody to continue that- listening, buckle up. Oh. <laughs> you know what? One thing I find I. <laughs> Is I always look at the parents' guide on IMDb. Oh yeah, this one was, was like crazy like, bad. Well, it was like not even that. It was like it was, it was like, like uh, red alert. Well, it was like the sex nudity was saying something like sex with foreign objects. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, we got to the, I was like, oh, there we go. There it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Okay, let's start this movie. Okay, um, so in the in the beginning, in the beginning there was no a pun intended. So the there's this bit right. Mm-hmm. It's and it's uh, the thank you subtitles because subtitles. I'll tell you everything. Yeah. Oh, the subtitles um, were also the names were fucked up half the way through. I don't know if you yeah. guys said the same ones. It was Tommy and Tony, and I was like, it's yeah. Tony. Yeah. I kept saying Tommy. It's like, no, Tony. It's Tony. Even like, yeah, the characters kept saying Tommy. Well, I don't know if you guys had the like, same issue I did. It was like, I, it took me halfway through the movie till I figured out who all's names were what. 
Yeah. Because no one said, I didn't know who the, the, the big haired, big eyed Julie was until halfway through the movie. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. know who this person is supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not really clear. And no, it was not well edited. Well, and also, you know, some of the, like, they're also like the, the human names and the archangel names and we get oh, yeah. confused and all that. Right, well, because they, they have like, yeah, they the have. The teacher introduces them all by their fucking last names. Last names. Cool. That are never yeah. used again. And no. It's not helpful no. in any no. way. Yeah. No. Right. No. It's just for that. But it's Banshee. fine. So yeah. the beginning, Banshee. the opening uh, centers on this priest who's riding on a boat on near this castle. But mm-hmm. like it's it's kind of but before that is it's a voiceover of him of uh, the angel Raphael as we're supposed to assume we don't know that we don't know that but the subtitles say Raphael so I'm just gonna spoil it so I mean that's fine (laughs) because it goes the fuck out of order oh right and and it would otherwise be extremely confusing I would be like what the fuck is happening and he also continues to voice over throughout the movie yeah except it's not like a narratorial voiceover it's like but it's like voice of the heavens yes. to some of these characters. Yes. Yes. But it doesn't sound like that. It just sounds like a riff tracks or something. Commentary. Yeah, it's Yes, exactly. Yeah. So. I, it, it really too, even though I watched the beginning of this movie and, oh, yeah. and like the narration at the beginning made sense to me, I'm like who is this voice? What is yes. happening? Yes. Yeah, it was kind of weird. And then again, like we don't know because she like, she keeps calling Tom, it's Father Dolan. Then she calls him Father Dolan sometimes. And you're like, I don't know who this person. Damon. Damon. Father Damon. Father Damon. Damon. Oh, Damon. See, I thought it was Dolan. See? Exactly. Point. Point. Yes. Well, then we get like point a emphasized. fucking random naked man just hanging from the wrist. Okay, wait. I didn't do the voiceover yet. Oh. I didn't say what he said because I took 18 screenshots of the fucking opening to get what he said. So we're just like, we're, you know, he's just guiding, you know, guiding yeah. his Rowan is about. Over to this like. And, so, and, and, and holding a, a big, tall, priestly thing. <laughs> yes. Scepter? Scepter, yeah. It's a scepter that was like, Fabulous! Oh, it was, was gorgeous. It, well, um, it's one of those things you carry down the aisle during a procession at a Catholic yeah. church. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like, that, like, you know, you have the one that with the cross on top, and then you have the incense. In the, uh-huh. and then, the like, little P and the yeah. X. Yeah. I don't... Mm, yeah. No, okay. Yeah, this, um, this sorry, movie is very heavily with Catholicism. You know, Catholicism. Catholicism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Raphael opens the movie by saying... And God endowed one specific archangel with striking beauty, wisdom, and power. Mm. He named him Lucifer mm-hmm. and promised him eternal youth. What tickles my pickle? Uh-huh. Let me tell you, Tom Ellis and Lucifer. I only wish yeah. that they had actually spent more time on, on the gay side of his bisexuality oh, in yeah. that series. That would have been really, really nice. But Did it I, end? Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should I show him at some point my stand-up downstairs? Yes. Okay. I think we need to. I have a break. Full, full size stand-up Tom Ellis. His boss oh. got it for him. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yep. Um, okay, so uh, he named him Lucifer and promised him eternal life in heaven. But Lucifer asserted independence and proclaimed himself to be like the Most High. Um, I wanted to be the most tired in this fucking just, movie. So did I. There were a few lines like that throughout the movie, and I was like, you aren't kidding. Uh, this, <laughs> the promise broken and driven from heaven, Lucifer vowed to wreak vengeance and suffering upon all, ma- all of mankind, and God dispatched three of his warrior angels, Mikhail, Gabriel, which is 
supposed to be Gabriel. Gabriel. Thank you very much. And Raphael. It's not even. Sp- it's Michael. It's supposed to be Mike. Right. It's it, it, it's often Michael. But, yeah. but if you if you were watching it with the subtitles, like they spelled it Mick. Mikhail. Yeah, for, they did. For the entire movie. Yeah, and, Mikhail. And they spelled Gabrielle the feminized way, which gives away what it, what that it, it's right. a what woman. Is a quote unquote twist right. halfway yeah. through the movie. Right. Yeah. But which, you know, does it? What it does it matter if an angel? If like a quote, you know, like do angels have have gender? You know what I mean? They really That's debatable. Don't. They, yeah, they. No. they but don't, they're called but, Gabriel. But they, most all of them, at least of them, of the Judeo-Christian mythology that I know, they usually have right. male names. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so we were talking so about you're... dogma earlier. If, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The, the big part where what's his face takes his pants. The off voice and... of the voice of God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The Metatron, Metatron or whatever takes off his pants and is up and down the stairs. Yes. Yeah. So your so your average audience, if you're if you're trying to like decipher the mystery of like which human is going to be which archangel, the mystery of looking at the men and then oh wait. Wait! There's this random girl who looks like an older kind version of... of the girl from Sleepaway Camp. Oh my girl. god, right? <laughs> right. Okay, well, let me finish this. Let me finish this. Okay. And God dispatched three of his warrior angels, Mikhail, Gabriel, and I, Raphael, to seek out Lucifer's incarnation as man to smite the very heart of all evil and pave the way for the eve of the second coming, the second coming of the creator. But this still lies before us. I must see to the demon's death tonight. I'm telling you. I'm almost done. And thusly assure his rebirth for the final confrontation. Mikhail, born as my sister Margaret in this lifetime, fate has dealt us a cruel and unfortunate hand. We must be three as one. That's it. And then I stopped because I got bored. You know how much I didn't pay attention to that? Because it was all like confused to me. But because I did, I got the plot. I got it. Yeah. It's set. It was the setup. But if mm-hmm. you weren't yeah. and didn't know that was Raphael yeah. Yeah. possessing the priest and talking, mm-hmm. you'd have been totally yeah. lost. Yeah. It was not well edited. This movie was not well put together. Not at all. all. Um, not no, at all. I fe- it reminded me of somebody like any sort of creative project that I did in any sort of school all the way up through graduate school <laughs> that I wrote the night before. That yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Like it, it sort of has a through line or some sort of arc, oh, but like sort of there, there are parts in the middle that are just sort of like, <laughs> it, it'll work. It'll, we'll yeah. do it in post. We'll it's do it fine. Post. Um, or like, right. like the plays that I used to put down like in my basement from like my grandparents. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, come downstairs. Um, hello. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Oh, um, and, and also, why, why, if Raf, the angel Raphael, if any of the angels were going to possess somebody, why in the world would he possess this old ass man trying to run after this very skinny young man? Well, he's a well, priest. Yes, well. Sure. There well, are lots of priests, and I'm I'm sure, like I'm sure the archangel was born as a child, because mm-hmm. <sighs> Lucifer's born as a child. Let's oh oh I have so many sure. questions about all the fucking parents in this town. Oh my god, we'll get there. Okay, yeah. so there's just a random naked man hanging, yeah, hanging 
sure and is. all these dead dogs and a giant goose. Yeah. Um, at sacrifice um, mm-hmm. in this but castle. But yeah, yeah, first he sees a, ha- a man hanging like a la Jesus, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, as by like the wrist. Yeah. by yeah. the wrist. Mm-hmm. And then he sees this like hung dog and he's like, <gasps> and I'm like, what? There's a guy! What the no, shock! The, yeah, well, P.S. The entrance to this the question mark slaughterhouse, like, <laughs> first of all, the, the, this, this handheld camera work is so, like, shaky oh, yeah. and shoddy and yep. terrible. Yeah. And then. And then I love how the priest reacts to this random naked man, though. He holds a... Does he have a lantern or a candle? I forget. Yeah, but, but a flashlight. Like, he, like, bows. A bounce. flashlight. Like, like, looks at the body, starts at the face, gets to the crotch, and then starts to cry. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been sad because it might have been... Because <laughs> he was dead and he, he couldn't do anything with it anymore. Fuck uh-huh. me. Oh, my God. Um, also, I like that there's a random woman who just falls from the ceiling... And who is possessed by a demon and going, I'm like vomiting ichor. Yeah, and then he just bashes her in the head, kills her. I was like, okay. Bit, bit, bit. <laughs> Here comes Lucifer, that Doug Jones looking motherfucker. He looked like goddamn Doug Jones. I was like, I loved every fucking minute of it. Loved it. He kind of did. But then he started humping oh a tree, and I was like, okay, we're up now. Yeah. He was humping a tree, guys. Yeah. He, he comes along and first sees, well. sees the priest and screams as if to say, hey, I'm over here, please chase me. Right! <laughs> and every step of the way. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and then he howls and has teeth that look like potato chips. <laughs> and then starts humping a tree. And yep. He screams, I am ban- 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 Banamo. Okay. Um, sure. I will be Banamo! Um, then he all of a sudden becomes a, a girl and comes on to the priest. I was like, right. no, uh-huh. you got that one. Yep. 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 Spot on. Yeah. And he realized it wasn't going to work with him. And then, so he's like, well, I guess I got to kill myself. Warm me with your touch, she says. Yes. Yes, Warm me with, with, you, with your, your touch. touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, well, I guess this is going to fucking work. Right. So uh, I'll just take that staff you got there. And he's right. Lucifer says he will be reborn and mm-hmm. stabs himself, kind of, with Raphael's scepter. Yep. With and the big crazy scepter. This is where I said the soundtrack is very Sweeney Todd esque. Kind of digging it. Kind of digging it. It was pretty good. Everybody up in Martha's Vineyard in the next scene. Martha's Vineyard! <laughs> we all know where the <laughs> den of sin and iniquity is. It's fucking like Martha's Vineyard! Especially if you've got any Kennedys up in there. Yeah. Oh, we, we do a pan across a bunch of random people and have during some, the credits some yeah. terrible dubbing and ADR. Oh, some the dubbing some, of the uh, children. Go, uh, the, yes, like, the adult no, men. The like, men yeah. I actually wrote and go. Are they speaking English? Because I couldn't even tell when they were trying to sign that guest book or whatever. Yeah, I was like, are they speaking Italian? Like, I have yes. no fucking clue. I have, I they, heard they some. They were speaking a language. It was literally like, hey, ha 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 ha. Yeah, I cigar. Also, watermelon, watermelon. Theater jig. Are these parents in their sixties? Right, everybody's old. All the parents in this movie. All the parents in this movie are literally in their seventies. Yeah, I was so like Julie's parents when they go to to what's his face's funeral. I'm like, those people are literally seventy. Gotta be seventy, right? Besides the fact that all the the quote unquote teens in this movie are forty years old. Well, still, sure, yeah. Yeah, that threw me. I didn't know if they were adopted. That child was adopted. That's like that, she was that old. Possible. But I was like, is it a? Is it? No, I'm pretty sure that that like that was their baby. 
Yeah. Cool. Um, Gross. I'm sorry, but we go to uh, oh yeah, so it, has, it has to be. Yeah. that's why he does. Anyway, we'll talk about that yes. later. Mm-hmm. But, so we're in yes. ups, upstate New York, 1963. Mm-hmm. Baby Andrew John is uh, being baptized, and what happens, gang? Blood everywhere, man. Blood. As everywhere. as the holy water is dripping onto the baby, and he, the baby's like crying and fussy, you know, all damn day. Uh, he starts to bleed. And like coughs up or spits up blood at everybody, or everybody else starts to bleed something. I, yeah, I mean it's the same thing what happens later too. I'm like, why is everyone bleeding? Don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's blood everywhere. Um, I just my next note is it must be for the dad, dude. You a little slow on the uptake, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit. Uh, also, what the fuck happens to the house? Like the house just. It's dilapidated. Yeah, no, and like, they showed like a passage of time kind of bit of yeah. through Marion and the dad. Oh, yeah. Greg. But voiceovers yet again. Yeah, yeah. Vo- was, more voiceovers. It was a mama family style. <laughs> Mama's family style close up of the front of the house. <laughs> oh my god! I love it. Oh my god! You know, for for you for you folks in the audience, if you've never seen yes. that, Mama's Family, oh my every god. every single episode of Mama's Family bum, and, bum, bum. And <laughs> ends with a shot of an an exterior shot of the front of the house uh-huh. with like with Mama or whoever saying the final punchline of the episode. Oh, yeah, the final that show laugh was great. Wow. So that's what it was, except it was. A, a conversation and voiceover between these two parents over the course of 18 years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, you see the slow, like, decre- you know, de- decrepit, de- decrepit, whatever, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the, the, the house falling de- apart. Degrading. The, yeah. Yes. On the house. Um, and you, you learn that through this voiceover that, Andrew ain't right. <laughs> Andrew might be the devil. Because at one point, Greg is saying, "We're you know, what's the wife's name? Marion. Marion there it is. He's like, you know, he's put pitting us against each other. Why Why are we letting him pit, it, pit us against each other? And, How uh, dare you put your needs before the child? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wrote, so they know they're raising the devil? <laughs> like, I mean, probably the blood thing. I don't know. Was, uh, uh, you know. The first. I time. really think she. I mean, the father eventually gets there because again, slow on the update. But mm-hmm. I think the mother knows it. I think she just knows, and that's why, like, by the knows. time a mother knows, and by the time we hit eighteen years old, um, and then like after his birthday and everything, she's just a vegetable mess, uh, just staring out a window. Well, because she also gets hit in the head. She does, but also, the that didn't help. Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Andrew John. I was thinking of something like, you know, Mistopheles, but no. Andrew. Andy. I don't think, had Damien didn't been done yet? I don't think it was. Yeah. Oh, was it? Omen the Omen was, was before that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that was the yeah. 70s. Mm. No. Um, Damn. Oh, <laughs> well. so, so we're at the 18th birthday. And I guess the Andrew just walks through walls. He can walk through walls while well, he sure can. Watch, yeah. it, watch his shadow walk down the stairs to the breakfast table. <laughs> it's like, ha, ha, ha. I, I didn't see you come down. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little attracted to Andrew. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was kind of 
little his bit. eyes a little oh, bit. Yeah. So, so I was feeling it. I was feeling well, it. I, was like, I wasn't yeah, he, he, He's attractive in that in that lovely like European esthete way. That yes. and that's perfect. Said, like Anthony Perkins in Psycho was the yes. same way. Exactly, like, which yeah. is yes. which is perfect because you could, that's kind of what you're going for. Like the when you think about well. It's unfortunate, but a lot of people view, you know, as like they can see here, here, are, you know, potential theories about this being a gay culture horror film that, you know, much like vampires, the damned in general are supposed to be attractive to both sexes mm-hmm. and alluring and irresistible. Um, and he very much was, you know, he was, you know, you could kind of see him either way, you know, with a woman or a man. Right. Especially mm-hmm. the, the, the scene where he gives more uh, fluid Julie back her book. Yeah. Oh, I like, know. He's like, entranced by his eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so actually, so yeah, the, the, uh, some sort of big heavy object falls. Was off it an of- iron? I don't know. Or I don't that know. She's reaching so, out for something, yeah. and something huge and heavy fell on her head. Yeah, so she's... I thought she was dead, and then we found out she's... She could possibly be dead. She or might be Or brain dead. dead, or paralyzed. Something. Actually, I think I remember reading a synopsis that said paralyzed. That makes sense. For a later scene. Oh, right. yeah, yeah it, could have, that, it could have broken her that neck. That smoking scene was... That was hell. sad. It was sad, but I was creeped out yeah. by the way she was smoking her cigarette. Okay, anyhow, um, yeah, it could have broken her neck. Like it yeah. could have turned her head yeah. hard enough to break her neck. Um, oh boy, or back. There are literally forty-year-olds in this high school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All these people are like thirty-five. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. the high school from like Welcome Back, Hotter. But worse. Oh, I know. <laughs> Especially. I swear, I swear to God, I have a note here somewhere. Not not one of the main ones, but the one with the red hair. Looks, yeah. Looks like Hotsy Totsy from Welcome Back, Hotter. <laughs> and the guy, the to- Tony slash Tommy guy, he looks like, like his hair looks like, looks like John, John Travolta. Yeah. 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 I've got to find out, like, is, um, that, is his name Tony or Tommy? Because it's, it's Tony. It's Tony. But like the one of the characters uh, called him Tommy. Oh, they ca- the, in the, the end, the, they kept the calling sub, him Tommy. The, subti- the subtitles are, are horrible. N- no, no, but somebody. I know. I agree. It's um one of the girls. Officer, police officer actually calls him Tommy. Also. A police officer and one of the girls at the end in the chase in the castle. She's like Tommy. Yeah. Well, do you also notice that that um Julie's dad at one point calls Julie Margaret at some point too. He, he refers to her what as Margaret. Yeah. So there were some continuity issues. I wrote there. There's the literal devil in this class, and we're worrying about the trials and tribulations of fucking high school. Like the literal devil sure is are. sitting in the back of this class, and we're worrying about like who's fucking who okay, yeah, and mm-hmm. who's going to college. I'm like literal devil. Ugh. Literal devil is right there. Thank yeah. you. Yes. And of course, well, it gets straight A's. We're, we're trying to we're trying to recreate that magic from Carrie. That there, there's yeah. there's True. just some some sad Something sad about... pale like scary eyed person in the back corner. Yeah. Yep. Who, mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. they're passing back English t- papers. Well, and... well, she's much more tragic, and 
he's just yeah. Mm. Well, and they, and they're they're trying to be tragic about him in this moment because again, this film is not consistent. No. The tone, it's not. <laughs> it's not. No, the tone and the story that they're trying to tell just it is no. not. Because no one, no, everyone's like that guy's such a weirdo. I'm like he's so attractive. Everyone would be like, I don't care if he's a weirdo. Like yeah. they would be, They'd like, be trying to jump that exactly. Please, exactly. This is even in, in '81. Right. Get out of here. And then, I mean, honestly, in the shit that they were saying to the teacher, I like never would have flown back in that no. no, never would have flown. I mean, no. it wouldn't have flown now. It just wouldn't flow now. But no. right, it wouldn't fly now. But still wouldn't. Have but they flown do talk then. like that. No. It's like uh, um, this is where we get the I don't like Mondays. And if you guys don't know, I don't like Mondays was inspired by Brenda Spencer, who is a sixteen-year-old who had a history of petty theft, and um, she opened fire from her house at students outside San Diego's Grover Elementary School. I remember across her. the street from uh, for, from her uh, for about fifteen minutes. Um, she they asked her why um, why why she did it, and she said. I just did it for the fun of it. I don't like Mondays. This livens up the day. I have to go now. I shot a pig, I think, and I want to shoot more. I'm having too much fun. You know where she was from? Was she, was she from Ohio? But she was in California at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm. She was from Northeastern Ohio. Yup. So, I think Akron, I want to say. It's a good yeah. song, but I mean, like... Yeah. It's, it's one of those, like, It was I, really I think that, that, was the first, uh, that was the first one that was out of nowhere, because yes. like, they were... They exactly. were having a full-on, like, very audible conversation, yeah. like, by that locker in the hallway, where yes. where the one girl, like, slams the other girl's head in the door, and it was, yeah. like, super I paid two dollars for this mirror. And then, out of nowhere, clear lyrics. Like, yes. clear as a bell. I don't There lyrics. were a lot of yeah. moments like that, Well, so, also, I wrote, in the movie. when did this become Grease? Because all of a sudden... Oh, had, my God. What was it? The easy... The bees. The queen bees. Queen bees. That's what the back of their there shirt was a, the, No, there was the one queen bee, and the rest of them were just the bees. I, I know. Forget. But they had one queen bee. Fuck off. Get it? Um, yes, exactly. But the... Um, fuck. What was I going to say? Oh, I hate that. Um, you were talking about... Oh, I was just going to say Jeremy by uh, Pearl Jam is also a good song, but it's fucking disturbing. You know? Mm-hmm. Just... No, I can't remember what I was going to say. But it's fine. <laughs> Moving on. Um, uh, apparently, oh, then we then we get introduced to Margaret, the neighbor of uh, Andrew's which, parents. Which, again, if you think you're visibly uncomfortable by this. fucking Wikipedia. Yeah. This is where it starts going all out of whack. Yeah, they start to... They, they, That's like, where like, it starts? Oh, yeah. yeah, because what they do in the synopsis, they finish describing, like the arc of the kids in the school. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in the movie, it cuts back and forth a couple times. Right, (laughs) right. I was so... That's what I was like, wait, what's happening? (laughs) Ridiculous. Um, Yeah, and Margaret is... It was weird. It was weird, because we get this happy, like, go lucky, sort of like, ah, shocks music, where Greg, the the, the, uh, postal worker, is going out to Margaret's house. Like, hey, how's your planting going? Yeah, it was weird. It was like, not this movie. And then then they'd start talking, and they get really dark. Oh, quickly. Very Mm -hmm. quickly. Quickly. Yeah. Because Greg is starting to accept the fact of what his son probably is. And Margaret's cagey about her answers. Like it's, it almost seems like she, it's she's, like she's trying, yeah, trying she's to hide something. Like she's like her kids. She's like it's been eighteen years, and no one, like no one comes to see me or whatever. I think yeah. no one responds. And I was like, oh, she's talking about her kids because again, I didn't listen to the pay attention to the beginning. Part. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she goes inside, and apparently she's Mc- she's Mikhail. Yep. Um, and she starts praying and trying to speak to and communicate with Raphael. Um, their brother and sister? Question mark. Um. <laughs> yes, because that, that that's that was in the voiceover that you yeah. that you went through at the beginning. Yeah, like, like mm-hmm. she's been reincarnated They're... as my sister Margaret. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's and again, like you said, if you don't catch that at the beginning, it's like, yeah. what the fuck is this? What? <laughs> right. <laughs> What's happening? Um, then we um, go back to school, don't we? Yes. Yes. And we go back uh, to school. Wait, where... and then Raphael sa- tells her in like the little oh, random yes, voiceover. The, the, the weird random voiceover. Oh, it's yeah, like d- d- when know, she's praying and he speaks yeah. to her mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. She, that um, he he died, um, and she's supposed to find Gabrielle. Yep. Cool. Wait, but did Thanks, he? Dude. But did he die? Because who is that? I, th- she has that. She has a vision later. Julie but has no, a... But who? Who? Who is like the crazy guy in the jail cell? Oh later? no, that was him. So maybe he didn't die. That but, he's locked but then, up. But then uh, Father Daly says he's dead. But maybe oh, he's so maybe not. It's a flashback that's just not clearly because she's set up. As it's a again the continuity yeah. of this film is all, all over, over the place. place. Um, yeah. Uh, so, well, we don't really know. No. no. Jesus Christ. We, we do move on to some fucking. I like the fucking. Oh, well, there you go. The fucking. In the boiler room. Yeah, we, we start We I yes. know. He's just hanging on the corner. I was thinking the same we, thing. I was like, where's Freddy? We got a lot of male butt and a lot of cock in this movie, but uh-huh. if, if, if you're looking for tits, this is where you go. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two C's, one is like, one will screw you up a little bit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> one would be like, wait. One was fucking hat? funny. I'm, I'm finding it hot. Oh, that made me laugh so hard. Once we get to it, God, yeah. it was funny. Yeah. Um, um, so they, you know, he, uh, Tony and Marie, um, who's the oh, queen bee. Yeah. They go, they run off to the boiler room and have Marie. a little quickie. <laughs> I just fucked a girl named Marie. <laughs> We're in the boiler room. <laughs> I don't have a rhyme for um. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, my tummy hurts. This is the wonderfulness of Will. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love Yay. all of it. Um, oh, yeah. So they, they have a little quickie, and she's just like, she makes some... He makes some... Oh, he's just a piece of garbage. At the same time, there's this other piece of garbage that's breaking into his car who put a, like, a card, like, a jack down his pants. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, like, how how does that stay there? I'm like, what what, what sort of cock pocket do you get, do you have? The cocket? Cocket, like Elon Musk and his cocket. (laughs) 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 And he breaks in, he's just listening to music and, and Tony's And car. smoking in the car, and, and Tony's like, what the fuck? And this, oh, this made me oh, so angry. I, me I too. Was, yep. Fucking liar. And he fucking lied about breaking into the car. And Tony gets so he's like, well, the car was just, the, uh, the, the door was unlocked. And, and uh, so um, he goes over, and he just fucking wails and just hits oh, yeah. Marie right in the face. And she does, she leaves, doesn't she? She walks away. No, she gets back at... No, oh, he wait. walks oh. away, and she, like, it's like... Uh, uh. 
Yeah, something like that. I know, it's just, and it's probably rough. just doesn't yeah, talk to him for the rest rough, of the day. And rough and terrible and eighties and yeah. unnecessary <laughs> and fucking ridiculous. And I would kick his fucking ass right there. And then we, it's like it's the weirdest parking lot. Like no one's paying attention to anything in this. No, this we're all people are fucking in this one. So. Andrew goes over and brings a book to some, like, I just wrote some big-eyed classmate as she's making out with her book boyfriend, because I had no idea what her fucking name was. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then she, as she's staring at him, has visions of them having sex. No, yeah. their hands touch when he gets her the book. Oh. So, like, mm. he's, so she's making out with her boyfriend, and they kind of, you know, notice that somebody's staring at them creepily, Avi, Andrew, <laughs> and he's, and the boyfriend's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what yeah. you need? And, and he's like, oh, I just want to give this book back. And he gives it back. He hands it back to Julie, and their hands touch for, like, a second, and she has, like, these flashes of some of them in bed together, and it's very heated and very sexual, and she uh, takes the, yeah, and kind of hot, and she takes the book back, and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I asked her, what, what did you, what's going on, or, yeah, like, I, I had a vision of him, I think that's what she said, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, and that, and that one vision scene, I will say, there are some scenes in this movie that are very beautifully shot, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the, like the lighting and the production design, and yeah. in certain moments, certain mm. moments, because other ones, there's a lot of the rest of it, I was like, this <laughs> is garbage, yep. yeah, this needs yeah. to be redone, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the ending, oh my god, I blew past those, there, because I was cartoon, like, mm. cartoon fucking effects at the end, Jesus. oh my god, um, it was 81. No. Star Wars, dude. I know. I know. Oh, that's true. That's true. No, no, no. Um, so my next one is, so Raphael and Mikhail are waiting for Gabrielle to be in body so they can destroy Lucifer. Raphael tells Mikhail that the day has come. That's my next note. I don't know if that's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, probably. So they know that someone has embodied... That Gabrielle has embodied somebody's... But we don't know who don't yet. At some point in here, isn't there a conversation with with uh, uh, Margaret and the and Andrew's father that's that's just like, oh, oh, oh my, my son is... That's the one where he comes. To That's the, the one where he where yeah. we he don't know she's Mikhail yet, and mm-hmm. but she's like gardening, and he's like, "Hey, how's your garden going?" And they're chit chatting, okay. and it just turns yeah, yeah, very yeah. dark. Yeah, it goes back because he's forth. talking about his son, and she's asking about it. Yeah, a lot, right? Um. Oh, so this the next one after that with is Andrew's taking food to his mom, who's mm-hmm. locked in a room. Mm-hmm. And have you ever noticed that every time? Andrew is is by himself with another person. Yeah. There's flies buzzing around. I oh. noticed that. I noticed that in that scene. I did that not flies were buzzing. That at all I didn't. At yeah, that's wow. The thing. That's the thing. Was like supposedly flies are uh, the uh, are supposed to be present in the presence of evil. Uh, remember that Perfect. In like Amityville Horror. Yeah, that's why that one room is that, full of flies. That's why in WandaVision, when there was a random fly, everyone mm-hmm. was like, ooh, Mephisto is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we got it. Now I got it. Yay! <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Horror, there's a scene where like literally the whole like the whole room is just infest, you know, infested with flies. Yeah. Um, so it's be the you know, embodiment of evil. Um, so... Uh, the next note I have, I think, is way later. It's okay, when so it's when this like 
this boat passes by the castle oh. and it's like here's blah 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 castle right. well, bah, 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 bah. Room with the mom then so yeah yeah, like, yeah so he brings in food for her and um the, it's weird it's so weird because like, you don't know we don't know um um we don't know like what has happened to her to where what condition she's in but it seems like because he brings her food but if she's paralyzed she can't fucking eat it She's also like he puts a cigarette in her mouth. Oh, it is like yeah. it is the fucking creepiest thing I've ever seen. Like the way she's smoking, it's almost like she's sucking on a nipple, and it's really fucking creepy. Like like a like a bit, bitty 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 mommy bitty. Um. So anyhow, <laughs> so he like he leaves her and pretty much locks the door, locks her back in. So if like I said, if she's paralyzed, she can't fucking eat. So he just leaves her food and it's like, you know. Mm, I mean, I don't know. I think I don't know if she's paralyzed. She has cobwebs I, on her later. She what? She had cobwebs on her later. I thought he said condoms. Imagine my surprise. Well, everyone buy them up now because they're probably. Oh my god! No, no, no! I thought, um, I could, I thought maybe she was just like. I mean, it's possible not, but I thought I I assumed that she was just brain damaged. Who the fuck knows with this fucking movie? Um, now we get to the sightseeing tour. Woo! Bonneville Castle! We get a little bit of the story about the history of Bonneville Castle. Shit. <laughs> it's, a, it's like this cruise ship or some shit passing by the castle and talking on a loudspeaker about the castle to the to its passengers saying that it's set for demo for a golf course! And, and, and spa. And spa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of and, course. Uh, Isn't Andrew fucking everything? Like, yeah, Andrew just happens to be like hanging out. And he's oh, like, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, he, then he puts him. <laughs> he literally tries to bring it back to life, you guys. <laughs> he like mighty more from Power Rangers onto he, this fucking list of statues. There are so many. By the way, like I, sometimes and the cartoon goes up. <laughs> sometimes my D and D life, my Dungeons and Dragons life, uh, converges at times with horror movies. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a moment, and where it was like, you know, he was channeling divinity. <laughs> of his god, of his uh, daddy, of his of, a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> of his daddy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It, it, CLBC has. We both are just like, no, no daddies, no, 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 no. No, I don't, like the word uh, I don't, don't either. Like well, well, audience, we're gonna have to agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Yeah, because I did see I'll a meme to of, that. Like, of Oscar Isaac from Dune, and it was like, <laughs> Daddy. And I'm like, oh, okay, I see that. Yeah. yeah. With that He's beard, I see it. Hot. <laughs> I'll see you in my pocket. Um, <laughs> so the next one I have is, um, oh, my God. So this is where, now, again, this is where we learn everyone else's name, Mark Landers. Mark is Julie, big-eyed girl. It's oh, her boyfriend, her boyfriend or whatever. This fucking proposal made me so fucking yeah. angry. Oh, no. Oh, I know. No. No. He's, like, so excited. There was a point up. where she was like, well, I have no choice. Oh, my God, you fucking she, she goes, I have a choice? Fuck you, dude. Yes, you do! Because <laughs> he, he's excited because he got into Columbia. 
Like, and that's the, a cool thing. Like, like yay! Yeah, yay, the end. Let's yeah. celebrate that. Right. Yeah. We can go to college. Else. Right. Yeah. Do you want to be Dr. Landers and Mrs. Dr. Landers? No, I do not. I'd like to be Dr. Dr. whatever hyphen Landers. Right. Yes. Dr. Bansaw. Bansaw Landers. Landers. Yeah. Thank you. Um, she. I go, that's an interesting way to accept a proposal. Like, she doesn't seem like she's that excited about it. Uh, yeah. Fucking blame her. No. Um, but also, you wonder if this were a more nuanced film, like, <laughs> would she perhaps yes. have been excited about it if she didn't have visions of Lucifer? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, perhaps. May, maybe in her previous perhaps. life, the previous day, or is this the same day? Who knows? Who, knows? Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? But, like, maybe in her previous life, she would have been excited about it, but yes. now she's conflicted. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. she's like, it's great. I saw great. Of me getting some real good dick. So. Right. <laughs> Much better than Mark it was like It was like romancing from Top Gun Hot. So, I don't know, guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, he is the Prince of Hell, so he knows how to, you know, hit that He's spot. He's a prince! <laughs> he knows how to hit that fucking spot, dude. I'm sorry, guy. He can also just make it as big as in Sore Shore or wide as he wants it to be, mm-hmm. so, you know. Or cone-like as he wants. No, I'm kidding. Oh. He, he gets a sh- up kidding. and to the left. <laughs> He's a lefty. Get that reference there. Uh, shot to the left. Um, <laughs> this is where I wrote the note. Just says the soundtrack is fucking baller. Um, it really it was. It Tony really tries was. to get Andrew now to smoke pot. Um, and yeah. Again, insult. They came in fucking again because he's the fucking worst oh, yeah. guy. He's the fucking worst. Oh, but he says one of the things. He's like, you know, kind of egging Andrew on to smoke pot with him for no apropos of nothing. They never talked before or knew who each other, I, you know? And he's like, oh, you know, it's not going to give you tits or something like some people say. Well, this is where... I'm I, only saying that because it comes back. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I think... This is where I think the actors... The actor playing Andrew is really well... Does, does a really good job because, like, you see in his eyes, like... He's disgusted by the things that oh, Tony yeah. says. Mm-hmm. And it's that moment of like, I'm not going to feel bad when I fucking kill you. Like, Dude, yeah. yeah. And, but neither are we. But like, I think that's Andrew. I think like there's there's definitely, he knows when to play Andrew. Mm-hmm. And then he gets cat eyes and he plays Lucifer. But, but I think like this is a moment where he's like, fuck you, dude. You're gross. Like, yeah. I And I think he... he, he we get that as an audience member. Yeah. Um, oh, what does he say though to his girlfriend, Queen Bee, whatever? About, her name like, is? well, obviously flat-chested or whatever. Yeah, obviously didn't, yeah. yeah, she smokes pot all the time, and she's as flat as a flat board. As a board or... Yeah, and then she says something like, "Well, if you could screw," I, it obviously doesn't. Uh, it, yeah. Her comeback wasn't as. Good it wasn't as, as it good. Wasn't. Um, Sadly. And uh, he, yeah, later on, he does some really, he, he just leaves her high and dry. Um, I just wrote, Andrew's not bad for the double, honestly. Um, then we get to the scene. We get to the, the uh, shower? shower scene. Yes! Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Will, why don't you tell us yeah, about the shower what, scene? I mean, How do we happened? start okay, this? Listen. <laughs> what the. Alex Jones, listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. It, listen. 
at the sound from deep within. <laughs> um, so, what this brought me back to. Oh, let's boy. Stop, let's, we're bringing it back. It, 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 it's, it's, no, it, it's not an, as scandalous, but it brought me back to, because, you know, there's a weird thing among straight boys in high school. Sure. Who, yeah. That, like, you know, they don't know how to handle, like, being affectionate in a friendly way at all, and so, like... It Correct. Com- it, com- it often times comes out as, you know, pretending to be gay in a jokey way. Yes. Yeah. However... That being said... In my experience, granted my experience is growing up as a gay boy in high school, uh-huh. closeted as I may have been until the age of 15... But I, I wasn't in a high school locker room past the age of 15. So, mm-hmm. but the, yeah. in, in my experience, any of that joking does not happen in a locker room. No. No. No, no. no it does we, not. Because we're all naked and vulnerable and we're, we're not going to even pretend to cross any lines because things are going to be weird. And so for... Just look down, mind your own. And yeah, so, for, <laughs> we, so we go into a locker room. We slowly watch these boys strip off their clothes, and they're all joking around with each other, but there's no real dialogue. We don't, like, we don't visually... Do not engage. Yes, we don't (laughs) don't visually or auditorily, like, focus in on any specific conversation. And then everybody's fully naked, and we go into the showers. Andrew's already in there by himself, just, like, slowly... Cleaning and abusing. Minding his own business, also, by the way. He's very much enjoying that shower. Yeah, like, certainly is. I'm not gonna lie. Sure. Turned on by him enjoying that shower. Yeah, he, like, I know he was feeling himself. Like, like yeah. Go lower, go lower, go lower. You can tell he was probably directed to do something like that. Like, yeah. Then the, like sensual. Then, yes. Yeah. Then the first line of actual dialogue is something like, "Oh, look, ain't Andrew pretty?" Yeah. Agreed. But, agreed. But like. And then Tony is the one who then takes that ball and like really plays with it. <laughs> but but I'm like, but Tony, you have the most feminine hair like in Thank the show right now. Thank so, you. So like, where do you have room to like joke about this? But then the joking. I to, find that the, usually like, the the ones that are most insecure about it are the ones who do not Yes, but it's like, hey Andrew, what are you doing later? Yeah. But he wanted it, and then Andrew's just. You want to go on a date with me? The friend of his keeps egging him on. Yes, and just just ignore, trying to ignore him and like keep to his shower. It's like, well, if you're not going to give me a date, at least give me a kiss. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) As a teenager, if that if something like that happened to me, I would simultaneously be really, really scared and like really uncomfortable and feel felt really unsafe, but also would have secretly hoped something like this would happen to me. Because <laughs> it took me back to somebody that I knew in high school who would, like, b- again, before I came out of the closet, would would sort of, like, joke around with me and, like, in in the in the instrument room off of the band room would, like, like come up behind me and, like, grab my tits jokingly. And I'm like, oh, don't stay there too long. Because... <laughs> Like, this scene is literally like how every gay porn starts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It absolutely is. But it's then, but up, then it guys. takes a turn because. Yeah, because I get questions about this kiss. I yeah. Get questions about yeah. what exactly happens in this whole scene. Keep going. Yes, but it's so Tony comes up and grabs Andrew by the face and kisses him, and uh, then and uh, yes, <laughs> and then 
suddenly something happens and it's it's unclear for a moment as to who the aggressor is or yep. what's happening mm-hmm. because but like suddenly Tony doesn't want to be in it but he seems to be like pushing in that direction mm-hmm. so like maybe maybe it's like a Lucifer mind control moment or something. It's I, very interesting. It's because they, they 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 flip a couple times onto the wall. Like mm-hmm. who's who's in control of the kiss? Yes, right. it yeah. was definitely a tango. Yeah, a little bit. And it's really interesting. That everyone stood back. Like no one was trying to break it up. Yeah, they, they, it yeah. Was like they were entranced by what was happening because mm-hmm. they didn't understand either. Mm-mm. I still don't understand. I mean, I was okay with it (laughs) i really felt like like it was almost like andrew made his mouth magnetic just to fuck with him well later on uh andrew also kisses um brenda at the very end and she starts bleeding from the mouth he doesn't have like vampire teeth or anything so there's something with his mouth whether it's like i think it's his power Mm mm-hmm and he's starting, and this is also a point in the movie where he's starting to kind of come into himself, it, to it, come into Lucifer his own power. Over. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's no differentiating between yeah. Lucifer and Andrew. And it's also, I think, in this way, it was also sort of to protect him. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we, because we leave the scene, all everyone leaves, and mm-hmm. Andrew is just in a ball crying. Like he's just, yeah. it's so yeah. sad. It's so sad. Like, because it's uh, another thing that is also unclear throughout the movie. Like I, I think in some scenes, like that scene, like I feel like there may have been an Andrew who wasn't aware that he was Lucifer. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Growing up, mm-hmm. and but then. But then there are some times where he's still clearly Andrew, but he does know. Mm-hmm. It's not... Particularly right before this when he, you know, hears about the castle. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, sacrilege, you know, about this, about Bonomo Castle. That this belongs to, the, essentially, his father, the, the man that his father possessed. So yeah. he's aware... At least in that sense. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was really... Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. It's, this scene is, is actually, honestly, like, it's... I don't know how much it, it works with the timeline, but I think, I think honestly, it, it's, it's, it's probably one of the best scenes of the movie. Honestly, mm-hmm. also it's hot. Um, <laughs> it's very hot. Yeah. And, well, and, and my, my, my postscript to this scene is that when, after... Tony has his freak out in the corner and his yeah. friend, whatever his friend's name is comes like, hey, t- hey, Tony, big dude, what happened? Yeah, he's like, don't tell anybody. And yeah. like, don't tell anybody about this. And then like he gets up to leave and his friend like almost accidentally grabs his cock. I noticed that! And, and I'm like, if this were a movie with a larger budget, that would have been a reshoot moment because yes, we it are would have. dangerously close to an X rating. Yes! Yes, yeah, we yes, are. we are. Yeah, we are. Whoops. Yeah. Just a little <laughs> wink. <laughs> <laughs> and then it became my favorite movie in the year. <laughs> Damn. What? <laughs> oh my god. Then we just, it's like almost like, here's one cool thing that's happening. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, Margaret going to church. Uh-huh. Cool. Take him to church. Take him to church. 
before she go, before she gets into the church, the two random boys just wrestling. Oh my god, that was creepy. I was and like, she didn't stop. That. And it was like it was like vo- it was it, like hey, um, it's a crazy witch lady. It boom, boom, boom. It was like it wasn't even it was. Uh, yeah, there, there there was ADR again. Yes, and they and they they stopped. They stop wrestling for two seconds to say, oh, look, it's the witch. And then they go back to wrestling. It was the weirdest wrestling. I was like, that's kind of sexual. It's creeping me the fuck <laughs> out right now. It, it was like, yeah. It almost looked like two dogs and one's trying yes. to mount the other. He, they looked like they were doing a doggy style. I was like, I'm creeped out by this fucking yeah, this scene. Yeah, it's not okay. I was, it was not okay. Um, so they go to talk. And all I had was Father Arthur because we don't know it's Father Daly. We found out later, which is funny because we all know it daily. Um, <laughs> Father Arthur um, says pretty much like, she's like, well, you know, um, we have, you know, this is happening. Lucifer's coming, dude. Lucifer's here. And he's like, yeah, I'm good. Um, and she's like, well, you know, Father Damon, what is, is that his name? Yeah. 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 Damon <laughs> uh, went to, you know, went, you know, died for this, this cause. And he's like, yeah, because he killed somebody, dude. Um, and right, um, we don't talk about him. Yeah, we, we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Father David. Right. So, um, yeah, he's like, we went to jail because he took a life, uh, which he really didn't. Well, honestly, though, he did take a life of that fucking possessed woman who fell from the ceiling. So yeah, he yeah. did. There was two actually, but um, this scene doesn't really go anywhere. We just kind of are introduced to Father Daly. That's pretty much what this scene does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think he reappears anywhere else, does he? No. Oh, no. Well, no, he's, the di- he he's the director. Oh, right, right, right. Of, a play. Yeah. Of Christ on the Beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beaches. <laughs> Christ Beaches. They watch. Christ watch. <laughs> that was fucking weird. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! You guys remember that play that that musical that used to go around here about the passion? Oh yeah, what, what was it called? Too? Rock the, Nativity? The, the, no, no, no. Tetelestai. Tetelestai. That's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, yeah. That's what, yep. all I could think of what, in this whole. Yeah. One of my friends from high school was in it when she was super young. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. I, we had. I went with a church group to see it. FYI, mm-hmm. the same sort of showmances. Happened in Testelestai. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just because it's a show Stop about Jesus. Jesus. So then we switch to a really good scene again, is where Andrew is in Julie's bed, and they start like... <gasps> oh my gosh, it is hot! This is the scene that made What's-His-Name an executive producer of this show. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> but then it starts getting... It start, well, because he says... Come to me. I am the light. I was like, oh. and he keeps saying that. He keeps like, saying, "Come to me." I'm like, damn. I will come. So that's fine. So it's hot. It is hot, but then it turns into rape, and that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Because uh, he starts, he starts tear, he tears out her arms, and uh, she wakes up and she sees a figure outside the window, and it was like the hair was different, so I didn't know if it was. We find out it, it is. It is Lucifer uh, from. The future, yeah. but it just looked like a, it could have been anybody. It could have been like mm-hmm. I, it didn't look like to me. It did not look like uh, Andrew. Yeah, outside the window. Yeah. Um, she goes to look in the, in the mirror and check out her 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 cuts on her arm, and it's another woman staring back at her in the mirror on one side, and the, her she's on the other side. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, you know who it is. It's. Margaret. Is it Margaret? It is Margaret. It didn't look like her. Yeah, I know, because her hair was down and yeah. it was different, but oh, it's supposed to be Margaret. Oh, okay. 
hot lips Houlihan, as I was calling her, because she looked like the chick <laughs> oh my from God. MASH. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It was at this point that I started fast-forwarding every, you know, like 10 seconds worth. So from here on, I fast-forwarded We're a gonna, lot. Yeah, okay, got it. Got so it. You um, I'll just chime in. Kinda, like, kind of figure out that she's Gabrielle. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I like the scene. Andrew meets yes. with his counselor. <laughs> And discovers that he's gone into Yale and Columbia. Like, oh, also, I just quickly wanted to say she wakes up from a dream and has the scratches she got in the dream, which is the tie to the next movie we're going to talk about. Oh, what? yes! Yes! <laughs> yes. But supposedly, Andrew's getting into Yale and Columbia full ride. And, and this is the other scene where you hear the flies buzzing around when oh. he's meeting with the counselor. Um, now we get to the gym class. Where Andrew's 50, this is the last night I have. 50 seconds late to class, so he's got to do 50 sit-ups and 50 push-ups while everyone else plays fucking dodgeball. Um, Lame. The, the gym teacher starts getting more and more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And because he is being, like, uh, pushed by... Um, Andrew, and then Andrew gets cat eyes! Yes! <laughs> and then gym teacher... Fucking lobs this ball at Mark Landers oh, and fucking God. ruptures his organs and he dies. <laughs> yep. The fuck? It's real. It's he's like writhing on the side of the bleachers, almost like he's stuck there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, it's and, nasty. And, and then the coach has has like a, like a crumbling orgasm of terror. And I that, know. And like, crawl he literally like the way the way that he crumbles and then like half crawls. Mm-hmm. It literally looks like. He came and then mm-hmm. tried to crawl. It's, it's like it is. Oh my body. god! Agreed. Agreed. And there's probably something to be said for that, probably because because then we 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 uh, the camera then focuses on Andrew, who is a crying, crumbling mess in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's actually whimpering. Yeah. And again, I think this is like the last vestiges of of Andrew as a person uh, before Lucifer fully so. takes over. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's the last note I have, you guys. <laughs> that's when I stopped taking I mean, notes. I oh god, I have okay. Why should I don't I... have a ton. I don't have a ton more because not I mean, like lots of shit. It just starts going into like real quick now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. everyone's parents in this town are elderly. This is where I noticed because oh, this yeah. is the fucking funeral, and Julie's parents are seventy years old. She's a teenager. Like ah, what? Yeah. yeah. Um. And then I noticed that so Margaret's at the at the funeral for Mark as is Andrew and Andrew's on the, in like in the, the back and and Mark comes over and leaves a um, rosary on um, Mark's cast or yeah casket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know much about that scene. It just was here. It was. Yeah. Um, and Andrew saw um, Mikhail put that on the coffin and he he's like off in the distance and mm-hmm. he kind of is like oh fuck and runs off yeah <laughs> apropos of death yeah, it yeah happens. it doesn't yeah <laughs> exactly um so then we can start getting julie start seeing uh the world through Raphael's eyes like she's like coloring and it's supposed to be or like writing it's supposed to be we shot to we have a shot of Raphael doing the same thing mm-hmm. or father damon doing the same thing and, um, in, in a cell In a somewhere. cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, she then leaves and goes to Margaret. Uh, mm-hmm. And I wrote whatever movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, was there somewhere, was it the funeral scene that, that Andrew made a branch fall on Margaret's head? Right after. 
Okay. Because mm-hmm. um, Margaret goes, um, Margaret prays over her grave, promising to kill Lucifer. Uh. And Andrew's possessed again. He gets cat eyes and breaks a branch that knocks Margaret out. That's right. The note I had about that, the makeup of the gash on her head was terrible. Oh my god, no! It was terrible. Yeah. It looked yeah. like fucking something from like, you know, um, oh, uh, hollow, you know, like a Halloween story. Mm-hmm. Spirit Halloween, yep. Um, oh, then we get, um, so Margaret keeps telling Julie, who sent you here? Who sent you here? And finally she forces her in front of a picture of Father Dole, uh, Damon and she says, is this the person? Do you recognize this person? She's like, yes! <laughs> so we know that, again, Julie is Gabrielle. Um, here's the scene I fucking hated. It's <laughs> where Andrew kills his goddamn dog. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah, that was not okay. That I fast, was... definitely fast forwarded through that. I mean, that... <laughs> That puppet. I oh, look, Luna's good, like, yeah. what the fuck? That was a good puppet. No, it sure was. It was, it was the mo- like, like, as catch as catch can as the rest of the movie is, this was disturbingly real. Yeah, yeah. and um, not okay. No, I mean, like, usually uh, sounds like, I didn't get, I didn't get. Ray's upset. dog Luna doesn't like this topic. I didn't get upset when, like, he actually kills it. It was the pushing of the body to push the yeah. blood out. Oh, I know. With like the eyes still open and oh. staring straight at the camera. And, oh. Yeah, a plus um, fucking work on the on, on uh, practical on that one. Practical, yes, but trigger warnings, okay? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm the one who goes over and like usually looks, which the, I usually check. Does the dog die? And I did not check. Does the dog die? Dot com on this one, but but um, it was a random dog. Yeah. Well, he's gonna. Yeah, it's this adorable. Um, it's a. Uh, Irish setter. Yeah. And um, he definitely drinks his blood. Uh, yeah. And then starts screaming yeah. in this, like, demonic voice. Mm-hmm. Starts getting naked, oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he, t- he takes off a shirt, and that's that part's nice. <laughs> sure! Yep. Yeah. And I'm he's, here for he's that. Also, he's taking the time to build a, le- a nice little Antichrist altar in this random bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, candles. Candles, you know. upside down crosses. Yep. A little... Mm-hmm table with he's with setting up Kutuma, he's planning he's planting he's, he's making a himself a little nest uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's nesting he's um, nesting so then we just then we learn that the town's gonna put on a passion play and uh. um margaret's trying to tell father daily maybe not maybe not a good idea to mm-hmm. do this it's kind of the eve of the second coming like i was trying yeah. to tell you and yeah. father damon left him a diary and he said fyi today's the day yeah. So, yeah. So don't and make there, any plans also, the, the mayor of the town has brought along ace reporter dick wallbucker <laughs> can write, i call you dick to, can I, is you it dick? all is it okay if i call you dick dick yeah and he's gonna write an article for syndication. God. Oh, fantastic! What is happening? I not. I don't know. Why honestly. are we? Why are we wasting? Time? Oh, I don't know. I, do I not sped know. through that. I was like, I don't think there's any information here. Nope, there was none. Um, uh, let's see. Um, this is where we get Psycho Killer, and I'm so yeah. fucking excited. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, then, we're in the car. When, this when. Well, before well, that, before that, the, the people start arriving for the passion yep. play, right? Mm-hmm. And my favorite part of this is once all the people are seated on the beach with their blankets <laughs> and their chairs, and Hippie Jesus comes down the yes! aisle and, and, yes! and, and, and tips his thorny crown to the crowd. Oh God! What about the kids Jesus? Good. Oh, so God. bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is so terrible. Duff my, duff my crown to you. Oh, 
Body Christ. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, we get Psycho Killer as Marie and Tony are fucking in the car. And then he decides to, he's like showing her his gun. And then he, he starts to fuck and her then, with the gun. Well, and, and before that, cough, she's like. Cough. Like, this, like. Before that, she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's, it's like, you're, you're, you're a little crazy, aren't you? And he's like. I'm fucking bananas. <laughs> and then they start to make out, and uh-huh. they're and they're about to fuck. And then he like shoves the gun up her dress, and she says, "This thing ain't loaded, is it? Just don't cough." <laughs> I actually laughed at that line. I, I know. Laugh. That was a good good on you movie. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was saying before we started recording that I actually my, my watching of this movie was in three parts because I, yeah. I kept falling asleep halfway through. Yeah. So, so I didn't the. I don't think I saw that scene until the second time I watched it, but the, I, so it wasn't until the third time that I heard that line, and I'm like, well, that was worth the rewatch, then. Yeah, that was worth it. Yep, yep, agreed. Agreed. God. Oh, my God. That, and, like, and, we, and then we, uh, I mean, it's, right at this point, they're, they're, they're going between three different scenes. Mm-hmm. So you've got the teens in the bar, you've got the ki- the uh, passion play on the beach, <laughs> you got Christ, Christ, um, Christ Watch. Christ Watch. <laughs> Down by, got, Christ got, by the Bay. you got Andrew, who is at the island of Dr. Moreau, and he is, like, raising zombies at this point. Raising zombies yes. from, like, uh, with cornflakes on their face. That was an IBM TV. That is correct. Yes, yes. it was made out of cornflakes. <laughs> And, um, what, and, what, and a reminder again, just the, another thing that was foisted upon this movie that the yeah he the, the writer director did not want as a part of this movie it was like, listen, zombies sell. You gotta put some zombies. <laughs> right, in. What are we even doing? Yeah. Um. The uh, so then the teens we have up. all this makeup. What are we gonna do with it? I, 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 we're gonna jump because holy shit, we've been talking Please. about this movie. So the teens take a boat over to the island. Um. Mr. Williams, after he loses his fucking mind at a bar, who is Greg, who, Greg uh, Andrews' dad. Greg Williams, yeah. Yeah. Um, he breaks into his mom, his mom, his wife's room, and shoots her in the head. So. Mm-hmm. Just before she says, please. Yeah. That was yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, also, when she walks in, this was it. That's where there's cobwebs all yeah. over. So. And I feel like you can feel it. It wasn't a please of, like, please don't. No, it was. It was, yeah. take me out of my misery. Please fucking do this. Mm-hmm. God. So the teens get over to the island. So sad. And they are taken over by zombies. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, Jesus, 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 uh, is starting to experience the real stigmata. Like he's oh, yeah. fucking everything. They he's, got him up on the cross and they're doing that final like, oh, you know, and they're doing the final dies. crucifixion. Yep. He literally, yeah. Dies. Dies the, like, <gasps> the death of Christ. But then yeah. the audience starts experiencing stigmata or something, or too. Something. They're, they're bleeding they're from, like, their forehead. forehead. Yeah, it's, it's kind of akin something. to the baptism scene from the beginning. Yeah. Where there was a bunch of blood for no reason. And and it's also really bad special effects blood. Yeah. Oh, it was real it's, bad. It's and real like, bright. And like, the, the, like, the stigmata, it's not even, like, 
holes where blood spurts out. It's just like spots of blood. Yes, that yeah. It looks like a, like a yeah. gunshot almost. There's like a, no, yeah. right, there's no well, then we tear. Get, we get bling Jesus. All of a sudden Jesus oh, gets God. struck by lightning and all of a sudden he's just blinging. Like, like cartoon skeletal, you know, yeah, lightning. It's yeah, There's a lot of cartoon mm-hmm. lightning in this. There's a lot of cartoon yeah, the, shit. The, 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 this is when we go back to Carrie. Like every mm-hmm. everything starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone starts dying because of powers. Right. Sure. Well, yeah. And then this is where Julie and Margaret show up. They have a cop car. I don't know how they got a cop car, but they just showed up in the cop oh, car. Oh, they no, were at that, the dock. No, they, they, or they, they were at they the passion play. Yeah. Trying to... <laughs> trying to get a boat. Yes, they, they were they were trying to get... Oh, because Julie was missing. That's right. Yeah. Because she left home... Because Mikhail doesn't have find, a fucking phone. To go and find Mikhail. And is living like a fucking pioneer. Yes. Yeah. And she Mik- rips on her about that too. <laughs> That's right. And so then <laughs> then when they go to try and get a boat to get to the castle on the island, the boat guy <laughs> calls the police. I think I found her says, for you. I think I found her. <laughs> and yeah, so then, yeah. then they, pay, they pick up those two. <sighs> but then... If it isn't clear, we don't see this happen, but clearly, like, while he's driving them to the police station, the policeman gets a call on the radio, hey, people are dying on the beach. Right. So they end up on the beach in this cop car. (laughs) I just wrote, what the fuck did they get a cop car? (laughs) And how the fuck did they get out? Because they get in the back seat, I'm like, you're not supposed to be able to get out the back seat of a cop car. No, you're not. No, you're not. But they do. But they do. Movie magic. And then Margaret... And then they see the stigmata, and then it's to the temple, and Margaret <laughs> jumps in the front of the cop car and drives it to the to the, another random boat. There's that random boat that was there. Yep. Um, they start going over. At the same time, Tony and Marie are making out and getting zombies attack. Tony fucking leaves her oh, ass to be eaten he by zombies. He so does. Sure does. Yep. He so does. But he goes and he finds Brenda, and he's like, "Hey, you'll do." <laughs> But there was no, there was someone else too that he was uh, trying to make out with before Brenda. Mm. Yeah, this guy's a fucking dog. No, after um, when they're in the water. That wasn't that wasn't Tony. Oh, it wasn't. No, huh? Yeah, there were were two boys and two girls. It was the other guy. Maybe that's why I got confused because she called him Tommy. That's why I got confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Was, okay. No got yeah. it. Never mind. Never mind. Um, never mind. Never mind. So, yeah, he he finds Brenda, and they try to flee the island, but the boat's sunk at yeah. this point. So they go upstairs somewhere. And um, somebody want to tell me what happens with Tony? Ooh. This is fun. So Because he's been smoking a little too much pot. Wow. Oh, my God. This was so great. He's... Like, looking at himself in the mirror, and Brenda's on the floor, like, <laughs> and he's looking in the mirror, and feeling himself, and his chest feels a little bigger than it was, and he opens his shirt, and there's tickle bitties! <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's got ah! he screams! <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's got a nice rack. And he freaks out. Yeah, he freaks out, and then Andrew comes along, i.e. Lucifer, Lucifer garb. You just in the your gown, yes. gorge, oh. yes. like barely covering his his peepee, oh, barely. Yes. I fucking love this. Um, he's gonna rape Tony. I mean, that's pretty much what is that's because Tony's like, uh, I got tits down, <laughs> whatever. Got um, anything? Then, anything you need? Anything, anything so you I'm got? I'm wondering, and this is just wondering. Is if it's not that's not the only accoutrement he has now. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder. I don't know. Uh, I wonder. Well, also because because like the the ne- the next beat of this moment is that he takes a knife and Tony takes a knife and stabs himself and kills himself rather than be, be raped by Lucifer. But if you if you that's wa- fair though. But if you watch, <laughs> <laughs> agreed. Fair enough. You know? yeah. Yeah, but, that's but fine. If, if, that you, if you watch the way that he does it, he almost stabs I, himself I, I, in I, the crotch. The same thing. I was yeah. like, he's go for he the almost stabs himself in the crotch, but then doesn't. Yeah, he goes up with it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, he's gonna cut himself in the dick. Um, God. But I wonder. I wonder if it's something weird, like not weird, but because Andrew is you know is specifically in this movie a male and so but tony is the object that he has to make himself completely fully lucifer that it has to be a he has to be a female to be able to consecrate the right to make him lucifer oh maybe i you don't know see these are explanations that would make that would fully fill out this movie <laughs> I make, could just be blowing smoke on my own will, ass. That will maybe make it coherent, but this is not a coherent movie. It's no, not, it's not. It would have, but there no. we go. Because then, well, because also he he has he takes Brenda. Like, honestly, if yeah, all then he, he takes Brenda. All characters, I don't even fucking know this girl's name, but he does take Brenda. Brenda, old Brenda. He lays her on an altar and goes, "Eh, you'll do. You'll do. You'll do it in a pinch." <laughs> Um, he kisses her, and then she starts bleeding. It's, it's whatever, and then he stabs her to death. Um, uh, at the same time, Margaret and uh, Julia show up on the scene, and um, da, da, da. yeah, they yeah. they have oh, and they I have the scepter somehow. Yeah, because yeah. I guess oh, Gabrielle yeah, well, knew where to find it. Well, they, I, they pulled that, it out earlier. Yeah, I think Margaret has kept it all these years. Yeah. Oh, or something okay. Because like yeah. at one point, like. All of a sudden, Julie's like, it's the scepter, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, cool, cool, Margaret cool. forces Andrew to recite the Lord's Prayer. Oh, but this is after the beautiful chase. Lucifer gives chase. Oh, yes, his, yes. He's in his pretty dress. Oh, and yes. And it's, it's akin, it's it's a callback to the very beginning when Raphael is chasing after Lucifer. That's right. It's beat for beat the same mm-hmm. chase scene. Mm-hmm. Even even ending at the humping of the tree. That's, yes. The same thing. Yes. And at said tree. Yes, but he but he's wearing a pretty dress this whole straight. time, which uh, is even better. Gorge. Uh, gorge. But you know what's really interesting? By the end, after he transforms into Lucifer, gown's gone. It's a different. It's the gown is not there anymore. It's a, just a random like robe. Thing. It's it's something else. But it's it it is still ever so delicately draped over a dick. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Also notice he's got weird hair on his legs. At the end, when he be mm-hmm. when he's Lucifer. Um, let's just pound this out. That's yeah. what she said. Um, he transforms into Mark, um, tricking Julie and thinking that, you know, like, oh. And she's, Don't kill me. I'm your boyfriend. Which, which, by the way, makes the beginning even creepier because, like, he he's transforming into somebody that Julie loved in order to mm-hmm. trick her into not killing him. Oh, which, God! which means that he did the same thing for Father Damon by changing into a small, a, a small child is, girl. I bet you that's Margaret. That's his sister. I bet you that's Margaret. You know what? You're right. You're probably right. It's, it's, probably, it's probably the child version of Margaret. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't okay, know, though. Makes, she said, warn me with your feel, touch. Well, I feel a little bit better than it's not. Yeah, I think... Let's, let's call that bad writing so that I feel better. <laughs> okay. What, yeah. warm, warm, Sold! Warm me with your touch is not sexual. It's been decided. It's just... <laughs> I mean... Yeah, the old dark house, we had some incest and in, in, uh, lesbianism. So we're... we're 
Yeah. Will, will you warm me with your touch? <laughs> How does that not sound? So- okay, but moving on, moving on, moving on. Yeah, we got to get to the end. We're no- almost there. We're almost there. Let's drill it. Um, <laughs> Marvin, you and then Andrew is full on Lucifer, and then um, the effects are fucking awful. Um, it's all cartoons, 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 cartoons. Yes. The three angels make one, and then they um, destroy Lucifer. The end. Literally, the end. We go dark. They, 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 yeah, they like shoot a sunbeam via the scepter. That's like pew pew at Lucifer. Yeah. For my, thirty seconds too long. My my last WTF is is <laughs> what what makes this what makes this staff of God like work? Movie magic. Movie magic. Movie magic. Just because it's supposed to happen at this moment. Yep. That's just. I all. thought it was the three as one, but but Ra- they they Raphael Plan- wasn't there they yet. Captain Planet, and then oh my god. <laughs> Earth, Wind! Fire! Fart! <laughs> and then they meet Captain Planet, and Captain Planet He's a hero, gonna take pollution down to zero. Captain Planet. Okay. This fucking movie, guys, is fucking awful. Oh, oh we finally made it. Alright, recommendations. Let's get this fucking over with. No, 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 no. Ratings. Oh, well, recommendations yeah. are at the very I always, end. I always say that. I mean, I mean, All right, ratings. So, we, so Will, we have our ratings on a uh, four-point system. On a five-point system, mm-hmm. four categories. Ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is blood droplets for blood and gore. Mm-hmm. Number two is little scary little ghosts. Little, little cute little ghosts for spooky slash scary. Then, uh, what have you, uh, emoji, fruit emojis for sex and nudity. And, uh, cold black hearts for fun and entertainment. So, here we go. Number one, how many blood droplets do you give it out of five? Blood and gore. Blood and gore, let, um, let's say there, because there was blood... There was. There was. It was bright red paint, but yes. It was bright red paint, except except for a dog. There was a scary realistic was... dog. Oh. Um. That was not cool. Can... Gonna say two, two and a half. Sure. Sure. Yeah, this wasn't very bloody. It wasn't that bloody. I I said two. That's pretty. We're going to go with two. Yeah, it's right on. Right on. Uh, spooky scary. How many scary little ghosts do you give it? Is it? I I wouldn't call this. Well, again, other than the dog. Other than the dog. Other than the dog. I, it was pretty fucking lame. Yeah. So so it may have been like like a one point seven five. There were. Go- that's good. That's dumb. I mean, that's that's really brilliant. There were moments. There were some. Uh, there were a handful of moments where you were like, oh, what the? Okay, maybe this movie's gonna. Nope. No, it doesn't. No. Uh, so I gave it a one. One. Yeah. Uh, sex and nudity. Pick oh, your fruit. Yeah. Uh, well. Or vegetable. We're, yes, we're gonna we're gonna give it a a, a nice hard throbbing uh, four point five eggplants. There you go. Nice. There you go. Ooh, say it slow. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it an eggplant and a and a set of cherries because I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, there were some cherries. I'm yeah. sure there were some cherries popped. Gotta be. Yeah. Um, there wish, were and there were some tits. I wish there had been more like fucking sex, sex, like 
Yeah. I didn't mean to say penetration, but I'd like to have like an actual like sex that scene. That is true. Yeah. Um, I thought we were going to get it with Andrew and, get, and uh, Julie, but. Yeah, and I'm going to go with two. Yeah, I same. Yeah. Meh. Yeah, that that shower scene though that that like that that's was crazy. that sucks. There's a lot of good butts. A lot of, yeah, a lot of great asses. That, and that and the way it was shot, it's really on par with you know when you, there was there was some you know side you, dick. You 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 run into vintage porn. Yeah, mm. real bushy. Yeah, yeah. John Holmes. Good times. Anyway. No trimming. Uh, <laughs> no trimming. <laughs> um, fun and entertainment. How many cold black hearts do you give it? Yeah, this movie again. I had to start it three times. <laughs> that should be sign enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I, I'll get, yeah. It's 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 like a like a point five. Yeah, yeah. I said one. Yeah, yeah. I I did not have fun. One. No, it wasn't. I was great. too confused. I just kept. I just the last half of the movie. I was other than for time because I was trying to get here on time. I was also just trying to get through it in my life and just fast forwarded most of it. Yeah, it wasn't great. So, Fear No Evil, 1981. We did it, gang. Um, if we were doing it on five stars, what are we doing five stars? Oh, that's right, Letterbox. Overall five stars? Mm-hmm. <sighs> One and a half. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Gross. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. After two and two, we will come back to Nightmare on Elm Street. Two. <laughs> We're going to take a great respite. Respite. Um, and come back with uh, Night- Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Freddy's Revenge. <laughs> I totally almost burped in the microphone, but I did just before. Fuck you, man. You I did do just, just so that I can edit it. Fuck off. <laughs> man i don't care (laughs) i care okay fine hey guys welcome back (laughs) i love you but right now (laughs) oh my god hi hi Hi. (laughs) alaska um hey will hey (laughs) win oh my god Welcome back. Are you enjoying it? Oh, I'm having such a good time. No pressure. I mean, you can say we if you're not. You can, tell, you can tell us if you don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> we are laughing and drinking and having a party. Having a good time. Having a good time. Like a shooting star racing through the sky. Anyway, okay, sorry. Um, um, FYI, that's the, that's the second time we've done that on a show before, FYI. On this show, I believe. Yeah, no, no, on another episode. So maybe the third time we've done it so awesome it's a great song i mean fuck well queen is fucking queen there's a reason it's called queen Mm -hmm. yes Um, speaking of (laughs) dancing queen (laughs) (laughs) here we go again uh (laughs) will in reviewing these two movies, before we start talking about uh, Freddy's Revenge, uh, we had mentioned before in the podcast that um, you would kind of come across this film, watched it, and then became curious about the others, and that's kind of how you know this whole thing started. Mm-hmm. What a got you interested in 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 it, and B, did you feel upon watching Freddy's Revenge 
did you feel it was overtly gay or was it more subtle? Oh, no, this is absolutely a gay movie, like 100%. Like a gay movie, quote uh-huh. unquote. Okay. Yeah. No, it's, and to, and to be clear, like, I don't necessarily think, like, a character in a movie has to, well, actually, I guess this character isn't gay in this movie, technically, but, but it doesn't even You're have not supposed to, to be. It doesn't even have to be, like, necessarily homoerotic or something. Like, we, we, like we were just talking about Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia is a fucking gay movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> so, but there, it's, it's a sensibility okay. of, about it. And it's, there are there are just things about this movie. Not only does it echo the gay experience in the way that the, the main character is feeling, but it also just, the like, the imagery in it is just, I, I almost don't know how to describe it. It's just super gay. Which, interestingly enough, I would not say the same thing about Fear No Evil. Because See, I thought the same yeah. thing. Yeah, Fear, Fear No Evil does have homoeroticism in it. Right. But it's not I don't gay. think, if anything, no, no. Right. it was homophobic. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, think. I, think that the, I think the power of that is because, the power of that is because of Catholicism. Yeah, a but lot. I, I think, like, I think people figure that it's gay because well there's a whole bunch of guys naked in the in the bathroom mm-hmm. sure and they kiss because but, of that one scene but there's not a it's not a um like a a, a a statement on whether it's good or bad in that sense it's not like well obviously he's the devil so he's obviously he's because as we said at the end of it like he's he has to find a female vessel to to, to become lucifer mm-hmm. right so right I don't know. So, answer me this. The, and, and just just to offer a perspective here. What <clears throat> particularly about... Maybe we can talk about this after. Maybe that would be more apropos. Mm-hmm. What specific things about this movie made it, quote-unquote, gay to you? Mm. Yeah, but... It, it's possible that I could be more specific at the... Like, after this discussion. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's because it's... Yeah, there's just a certain perspective of, the, of how things are, the way things are written, the way things are shot, like what's focused on, and the, that type of thing. It just, it, it's the way that it feels. Yeah, even the cinematography. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, some of the shots. Oh, well, yeah. But I don't know. Drawer. That's all the same. I do, well, yeah. That was, and apparently, according to the, doc, to the documentary, that was mm-hmm. written in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is sad. Yes. I, so, so, P.S. Documentary, we're talking about, in addition to watching this movie, yes. I think we, we all also watched this documentary called Scream Queen, Scream, comma Queen. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is about Mark Patton, who is mm-hmm. the who is the star of Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. Too. I've yeah. uh, in a previous episode, I don't remember which I, I recommended it, but I'm but it's gonna be part of my recommendation again today. Uh, so you'll hear about it again later. If before okay, so again, we talked about this a lot in our last episode that the reason why we're isolating this this um, part of the Freddy genre is because of the gay culture. It's because no. of 
it's gay text and and reference uh, because it, it, it's akin to Halloween three, where it was so unlike and had almost nothing to do with the others that it was isolated itself. Well, and I, I've said to both of you before, you know, it, off, 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 uh, Mike is this is not a Freddy movie. Yeah, this does not feel like an Elm, like an Elm it Street movie. Really doesn't, and because of that, we wanted we definitely we felt justified in isolating it for Gay Pride Month as opposed to whenever we do the entire Nightmare on Elm Street series, we will skip this because we skipped Halloween 3 for similar reasons, which we might pick up back up later for another kind of, if it fits into another box. Well, Halloween ends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So because of that, um, I rewatched this documentary, and and um, Will and Ray also did. I did it before, and I kind of wish I had done it after um, watching Freddy Two again, um, because it delves into story of Mark Patton, what happened before, during, and after the filming of Freddy Two, um, of Nightmare on Elm Street Two: Freddy's Revenge. And what happened to the lead actor, Mark Patton, and how it affected him and his acting career and life. And honestly, it's a sad, sad story. We'll get into it later. But there were, I think, I was looking for the text. I was looking for it in watching this movie. And as a straight female, as a straight cisgender female... I have to say, and I know you guys are going to roll your eyes at me and yell at me. I was really trying to look. Not that I found that they were being subtle. But other than the lead actor knowing that he was gay, I was trying to kind of watch it and pretend that he wasn't. Mm -hmm. Because... That's what his agency wanted him to do. They wanted to see if he could carry a movie and also play straight. And after the movie came out, they're like, okay, you can carry a movie, but you can't play straight. Although he... So I'm like, what made it gay, quote unquote? Was it his scream? Was it the writing? Was it the script? Well, Was it the actors? The, the documentary, like as I texted you, the, the straight actor in... Robert, what's his name? Can't think of the guy who plays Grady. Mm-hmm. Literally said, "This is a fucking gay movie." Like, yeah, he, and he was—he knew it from he, the get. They all knew it, so I think I don't. I mean, and I think that's where the anger comes from. The documentary. Robert Rusler. Yeah, mm-hmm. is is like they he all is knew still it. Still hot, by the way. Oh my god, he is. Is they um, they all knew it, but um, who's the writer? What's his name? David Chaskin. David Chaskin refused to admit it and that's what pissed mark Patton off justifiably because not only did david chaskin refuse to admit it that's not what pissed him off but he recanted later mm-hmm. and changed his tune and yeah. mark Patton was like what the fuck yeah i think they all- and blamed it on mark Patton. see and i think they all and said it was casting in- that made it gay they all went in knowing that it was a gay film. I mean, again, my buddy Robert England, I mean, is very vocal about his 
his how he approached the film and how he approached it. His he did it, I think, in a very sensitive way. But like you said, he knew. They all knew. Mm-hmm. Except I think, except for Mark. I think so too. He I was Mark, at this point. He was a twenty-four, twenty-five-year-old kid. I think what happened was it. It was so stigmatized as being the gay film. Yeah. And everyone was like, and I think they thought they were going to be sneaky, not sneaky, but they were going to be like clever about it. And they realized it was like, because unfortunately it is not one of the, the most well received of all of the mm-hmm. nightmares. Yeah. So I think they're like, oh, well, we thought it was going to be, you know, more well received than this. And we thought we were making a statement. And then all of a sudden it wasn't like, oh, it isn't a gay film. It isn't. Yeah. It did have a following. Yeah. Yeah. And he did touch some people, and, and he does, and he mentions that in the documentary, he mentions some of those moments where people were like, "I looked up to you," and everything. And he's yeah. like, "How do you, what do you say to that?" Like, well, it's kind of like we've talked about this before. We talked about um, uh, Heather Langenkamp saying people come yeah. up to her and said, "Like you, I, you're my hero because my family, like gay people, have come up to her and say, you're my hero because my family is my Freddy." Mm-hmm. And so you have been able, like, through you, I've been able to, um, t- to make sense of this world that I live in right now, or to mm-hmm. like stand up to my to my Freddie. And I think there's something beautiful about that. Um, For sure. And there is a connection. I mean, we talked about this. We talked about this last week. Um, is or last time is like there is such a strong connection for the gay community and horror community because I think it is that otherness. It is that um, you can choose your family. Well, you can choose your family, but you're also, like, a lot of times, especially mm-hmm. when we talk about, like, uh, Frankenstein. Like, like yeah, pe- people turn you into the monster that exactly. they're scared of. You're the other. You're Yes, you're that, in of, fact. And, and or this movie, more along the lines of, like, it it, it focuses on a character who, the, like, the allegory is generally, like, the the queerness inside of you mm-hmm. is some, mm-hmm. like, something that you don't understand, that you're... you're that you're scared of. Yes. That you're trying to deal um, with. Well, and on that same note, I'm going to ask, so we talked about Fear No Evil. Could we also possibly say then, the is is Andrew's confliction inside of being, becoming Lucifer? It, it could be, but again, that it's not clear. It's, it's not, not clear. It's not, it's not clear. clear. It really it's not isn't. Clearly laid not out like this movie. No, no. If I may. It was um, intentional, but it's not intentional. Right. One of the many people that they interview in Scream Comma Queen Mm -hmm. um, in the documentary, and I'm sorry, I know we want to move on to the movie. Um, Honestly, I don't care if this thing's four hours. I know. It's really good. It's really fun. So uh, among the people, the many people interviewed in the movie was this guy named Dr. Andrew Scahill, um, assistant professor of film studies at the University of Colorado in Denver. Um, that was a mouthful. So, <laughs> um, he, um, there are two quotes uh, that I wrote down in the from the documentary that he says. One of them is uh, refers to the monster as the homosexual. Oh, I um, that one too. Yeah, he said the relationship between horror film and reality is reciprocal. That horror films do reflect culture. But they also give us a vocabulary to talk about things in the real world. And the other quote was, um, there's three ways I think, mm-hmm. there's three ways I think in a horror film to think about how queerness emerges. Mm-hmm. One is this sort of homosexual as a threat to others. Mm-hmm. And often the homosexual is linked with sadism or violence in the horror film. 
there's the homosexual threat to the culture, that they represent something as foundationally and antithetical to the family or to the future. Mm-hmm. And then the third is, the third way is the homosexual um, as the monster within that would emerge and that we have to constantly repress. You know, there's a... there's a, So uh, brilliant. He's a brilliant guy. There's an actual uh, Lewis Black joke where he talks about, like... Yeah. He talks about um, homosexuality as... Um, everyone, it's it's a, a threat to the culture, to the family. And right. He's like, he's like, like, there's like a group of homosexuals going door to door. And right, like, right. He's like, we're gonna come in and fuck each other, and it's gonna make everybody gay. Like, right. Ding dong. Yeah, right. As, as your family's eating dinner, and they just come in, they start to start fucking each other. This is you know ripping apart of the American culture, the American family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where the, I mean, like to me, it's like it's like bullshit. How does like two? How are two guys who enjoy being you know love each other? Is it going to wreck my world? Right. A, you know. Right. How does that my? Okay, my old man. Right. May he rest. He was pretty homophobic. He was racist. He was a laundry list of things. However. When the shooting at the Orlando Pulse Club happened, Mm -hmm. when that happened, something shocked me, Adam, that my father said. And you know what he said? He was like, these kids were minding their own business. They were in a place where they felt safe minding their own business you know, being with other people like themselves and something and this and this tragic thing mm-hmm. happened. And it gives me goosebumps thinking about it because again, my my old man, very homophobic, very racist and whatever. But he said that. Mm-hmm. And he even he was struck by how fucked up that was. Yeah. That leave people alone. Mm-hmm. He may not like what other people do, but if people are making leaving it as their own business to do, leave them the fuck alone. I and honestly, that could be said for a lot of things, especially oh, many we, things. Let's not. Hey. Let's not even. Hey. hey, who wants to talk about Nightmare Two: Freddy's Revenge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I could enlist Freddy's help on this. Anyway, <laughs> right off the bat, this is a stupid subtitle. It is. It fucking is, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Revenge for revenge. Revenge for what? And for why? And, and upon whom? I was. Uh, yeah. First thing I wrote was the opening music kind of reminded me of the music that's played on Tatooine in Star Wars. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> That, I don't know why. Yes, the, the track also called Twin Sons, I think. Yes, yes it is. Yes it is. Oh my god, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am too. I am too. I have never been so oh. proud of you. <laughs> Can I just, I'm going to do a correction because afterwards, after our episode last time, and I could not remember Salacious B. Crumb, I, I wanted to flog myself later. <laughs> Which, which is B. The B stands for bodacious. Anyhow, there we um, go. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, the, there's the music, and also no, and also subtitle. Not only is the subtitle stupid, 
the font of the subtitle is oh, is a goofy yes! like yeah in like Claris works three yeah yeah <laughs> might as well just fucking put Comic Sans at this point like fuck it just be like we got three million dollars fuck it oh my god <laughs> yes I felt the same exact thing I was god. like well no this one's is... trying I'm like no one's trying here Jesus no. <laughs> this is why we need Will because he knows know. this random shit because it was literally in my brain I was thinking I didn't I didn't put it down but I was like this is literally like the dumbest oh my god <laughs> Jesus, Jesse. <laughs> we get a smash. What do we get? We get a smash cut. Smash cut. Jesse, our lead, is on a bus driven by Robert England. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. The... I said he looks like a creep in this part. I was like, uh, he well, he's kind of supposed to. He doesn't in look fairness. comfortable in his own skin. Like he feels like he looks like he's just like. Yeah, but... he's like, I'm not wearing makeup now. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Direction. Yeah. I need direction to do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, yeah, those bus windows never would go down. When you try to open those fucking bus windows, they would never go down. Those no. buses looked like they were from the 60s. Agreed. I thought that same thing, too. I was like, those are... So, I'm pretty sure they're rusted shut, kid. That's a weirdly shaped bus. Almost like, like I feel like... Bubbly. Yeah, they, yeah, I feel like they built that bus from scratch yeah. to look weird and yeah. dreamlike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no, I, th- I thought the same thing. I was like, this seems like a 60s box- bus. Uh, I, 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 yeah. Also, so, shorty shorts and mullets. Shorty shorts and mullets. Yeah. Uh, everywhere. Yeah. Fucking everywhere. We are everywhere. The 80s. We are. 85, kids. The, a- yeah. the 80s when? The 80s was a time, friends. Balls. It sure was. I, 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 I barely, yeah, yes, I, I barely existed in the 80s. I was born. Well, kind of same to me. I was born in the middle. Over halfway through the 80s. But even I know that the 80s was a time that was simultaneously super homophobic. Yes. But yes. Also super gay. But also super gay. <laughs> like, like, it was so homophobic that there wasn't a gay awareness. Right. 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 So, like, the, the, so there were boys in and short it, shorts yes. and crop tops and yeah, there things were. happening. I mean, think about Glenn from for the first one. Glenn, mm-hmm. Glenn in that, like, like um, that f- football jersey thing that he yeah. had. Yeah. I mean, like... Well, and again, something that was pointed out, and I'm sorry to keep harping on it, but something that was discussed in the documentary was the time, was the timing of everything and the time that this came out. This was four years into the um, AIDS, the AIDS epidemic. So, whereas, and they pointed out that like in the late 60s and throughout the 70s between, you know, free love and disco, that sexuality became more and more fluid mm-hmm. and it was more and more accepted and more and more yeah. acceptable to be that. Then AIDS happened. Mm-hmm. Then suddenly yeah. it was the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then everybody had to jump back into the closet. Yeah. yeah. And then we have this movie. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so fucked. Also, um, did you guys notice? So after the bus, so the bus starts to crane off of, off the fucking road. Yeah. You notice that <laughs> they have a, there's a body glove sticker, but the the G is covered up and it just says body love on it. I laughed a little bit. Oh, oh. I did not notice yeah, that. Yeah, I was at all. like, I tried to look in, but I didn't pause it because I was like, I don't care we that didn't much. Have to pause it. They lingered on it for about two they or did. three seconds. I was yeah. like. You're trying to tell me. Something. I know. I just yeah. didn't catch it. Body love. I get it. I get yeah. it. I see you, movie. Kareem I see you. We, we have we have Jesse on like on the bus 
with two, two with preppy two girls, random, randos, ra- yep. with two rando like eighties hot blonde girls. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Who are like creeped out by him? Which I was like, okay, well, we mm-hmm. don't know why. Yeah, should I ever tell you? <laughs> no. That my boyfriend's brother once called me eighties <gasps> oh, hot. Yes. Oh my god, we talked about this on the podcast. Yes. I was like, what does that mean? Like, you like ass and wash jeans or? <laughs> Will's face. I'm like, do I scrunch my hair? Do I scrunch my hair? Wear scrunchies? I'm not exactly sure what I meant by 80s hot, so I don't know what that means. Me neither. And I was like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) I'm wondering if it's like Kim Basinger. Sure. I'm like, does that mean plain? No, Kim Basinger's fucking was banging in the eighties. Yeah, she was. She was. That's the eighties. But it's fine. Moving on. Let's get to this fucking movie. Well, well, like it's just, it's sort of like what happened at the time because like Cindy Crawford was nineties hot. You know what I'm saying? Like true, true. Mm-hmm. Not that she's not attractive today, or wouldn't be, or like. The 90s version of her wouldn't be attractive today, but but she was definitely 90s hot. She was. She was. I'm not like, saying I don't like know what Courtney, you mean. Courtney Cox, 90s hot. Mm-hmm. 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 I feel you. I mean, also, half of her face isn't her face anymore, but that's... Yeah, and she'll, she'll admit to it and she regrets it now, but unfortunately... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... We'll... Yeah. Steps we, we walk through. Yes. <laughs> we'll all have we our dark walk. days. Through the fire, <laughs> we walk this lonely road. Um, so uh, the bus is careening. Yeah. <laughs> so the bus starts to cr- like the uh, the ground starts to crumble around the bus because it's actually mm-hmm. stuck at this point. Oh, and, and actually, let me let me break down the imagery of this dream. So, so let me. <laughs> yes. Since we're since we're we're talking about you know gay subjects and things in this movie, let me break down this. What is, spoiler alert, turns out to be a dream, this whole opening yes. sequence. Right. Yeah. Uh, what? It, it, like, it, if, if you're a gay having a fever dream about high school, yeah, there is no place scarier than the bus, mm-hmm. except maybe the locker room, which we also get there. But yeah, We do. But like the, on the bus, especially when he is left alone at his, looking his mousiest yeah. in the back of the bus. With, I noticed that too, with yeah. Two, he's... With two... 80s hot bitches who are laughing about him. Yeah. And then... The bus is teetering back the, the, and the forth. The bus is teetering back and forth, and then and then suddenly it's on a giant rock phallus. Oh! Yeah. Just like... Yeah. Yup. Also, the model work was really bad here. Oh, it's Real terrible. Bad. It's bad. It was... It could have been better. It could have been better. But, yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's a lovely... Lovely matte painting from 1962. Yeah, I was waiting for like a fucking train to come out of a, like a tunnel. At some yeah, point. <laughs> like a Looney Tunes. Yeah. Uh, but, but yes, so yeah, so we're teetering back and forth on the top of this rock, and then suddenly the bus driver is Freddy. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> kidding. Not a spoiler. Because um, we're because we're in a Nightmare on Elm Street, Street movie. movie. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this is where we also get the infamous girl scream. Yeah. Because he wakes up, and I did laugh. One of many. One of many. I did laugh at the sisters. Mommy, why can't Jessie wake up like anybody else? Like normal people. Yeah, yes. She is fucking cute. I love her. She was cute. I Um, wrote Mark Patton is hot. Um, Mark Patton is beautiful. And also, and again, homoerotic imagery. Yeah. 
Because I, I I also watched Nightmare One just to mm-hmm. just to remind myself like what a nightmare yeah. movie is supposed to be. That like this is the eighties, tidy whities are a thing. Yep, yeah. yep. We, we didn't really yep. get to fashion underwear until like Calvin Klein mm-hmm. and Marky Mark in yep. the nineties. Yep. So like doing one like, handed ti- pushups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like tidy whities are a thing everywhere. Comparing. To the the two dudes in tidy whities in the first movie, Johnny Depp and mm-hmm. what's his name, who played the the other the, guy, as, the yeah. other asshole who <laughs> like and the other guy uh, <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> yes, com- compared to the two of them and how it looks, like like those those tidy whities. Not that those two guys weren't weren't attractive in their own way, and they they were right. like toned and built and stuff. But then Mark Patton like has a bulge. That mm-hmm. you can see. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a teenager. Morning wood. Hey. Well, at some point, he also adjusts himself. It's- he does getting out of bed. I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was like, he just he just grabbed his dick. Okay, cool. We're yep. gonna keep going. That's I a, think that honestly might have been a knee jerk reaction because I feel like dudes do that. Well, when I, they, I thought to myself, right? Is this the you get like with? adjust yourself getting out of bed. Yeah, yeah. Well, or before you go to the bathroom, yeah, well, anyway. Full disclosure: I don't wear clothes to bed anymore. So there you that's go. Not Why bother? Either. Right, but why I mean, bother? I, I, but at first I was like, well, this is the take we're gonna go with, or okay, well, cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Tight, tight, okay, tight, tight, tighty whities. So he wakes up oh, and... this is actually where he adjusts himself. Why did he adjust himself after getting out of bed? Yeah. You know. I also noticed that... I don't recollect. If you've seen the first movie more recently... Mm-hmm. Did Nancy wake up all sweaty and shit? No. Not nearly like no. him, right? Oh, yeah. No, that's a running theme throughout this movie. That, yeah. That Freddy... That Freddy yeah. equals heat. Heat. Yeah. Right. Because equals of, boiler room. boiler room. Right, right, right. So, Which we will get to... We will get oh, yeah. to So Jesse constantly wakes up dripping it's sweat. It's 97 degrees. At one point, the dad's like, it's 97 degrees in the house. I'm like, oh, I know. Move! Right. Get out of the house. Get out of, get out of the house! Yeah. Um, Go to so, a hotel. Right. Uh, Jesse comes down to breakfast and says his room, he's been, you know, feeling uncomfortable sleeping because his room is hot. And it's well, like, there's nothing wrong with the air, with the air conditioning. Yeah. My first note about this whole thing was like, why is Jesse dreaming about Kruger. He not, doesn't even know. He doesn't know. We as the audience don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Because we don't know whose house they it moved is. into. Yeah. They, it was, they, it, it, you can see U-Haul boxes. You know they just moved in. Yeah, ugly ass fucking couch. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get but, to but the couch. Yes, about the dad. The dad is the most dad of all He's dads. the most he's 80s the, dad he, of all dads. He's He's 50s dad, yeah. But, <laughs> but, th- but this actor is hysterical. Oh my god, he's Agreed. so funny. He's I so love him funny. so much. Even, I do too. Even in the documentary as a person, I'm yeah. like, you are incredible. Sir. Oh yeah, yeah. He's I, so, so cute. Teacher. The gym teacher was like, like kind of. Like, he was a ni- like the actual guy. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, but he's also, but like the gym teacher is even like, y'all didn't know this was gay. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I, like, I yeah, felt no, kind like, of bad. Like he and he volunteered mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, I thought he did a really good job. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Well, actually, I just remembered. I, I was talking about the the dad actor in the documentary. He wasn't in Scream Queen, the documentary. He was in yeah the the, the Never Sleep Again yes. documentary, the, yeah. which is the audience. The four. The he four, was in like Scream the, Queen like for the, like a second, but the four hour documentary that's mm-hmm. about the entire Nightmare franchise. Yeah. 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 And he's it, talking about Nightmare Two, and he's like, "Well, I didn't." 
know about the sub the gay subtext of the and his comment was nobody give me a blowjob on set I'll just say that I'm like you are you are a treasure sir you are a treasure you are an American treasure thank you very much you're a gift to the nation we love you and you know going back to it back in the 80s I probably would have done it it's fine don't worry about it it's really fine uh uh daddy is bringing it back then we meet Sterile Street. I mean, Meryl Streep. I mean, what? This bitch looks like fucking Meryl She Meryl really Street. does. And I was trying she to really nice does. Sterile Street. Yep. Sterile mm-hmm. Street. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, I mean, you could just... It, this might as well be like... I.E. Kim Myers. Yeah. Control C, Control V, mm-hmm. Meryl Streep. She mean, really does look like Meryl Streep. A lot like her. her. She's gorgeous, though. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, regarding her and may and later in the movie i may regret saying this but just on the whole the cast of this movie as compared to the cast of the first movie you can tell that they made some money on the first movie because they spent some money Mm -hmm. maybe not on special effects in this movie but but on but on casting they are significantly better actors i love heather langenkamp she's a horrible actress Mm -hmm. i think she's adorable and i think she's done a lot for the genre as a final girl but she is just god awful she's not the worst i'll say that she's She's not the worst Mm mm-hmm Debatable. Yeah, so, and, I, and I will say, like, Sterile Street towards the end of this movie. <laughs> oh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, do, doesn't do, can't really hold it together <laughs> as well as she does earlier on. But, Agreed. But on the whole, the cast well, of this movie, right? And clearly, because of what we know, a from what we know of the documentary, and b having watched this film again, the director. There's a lot that remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're also moving from Wes Craven to John Schulte. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, it was you know, not... Somebody suggested, it was on We Hate Movies, and they were suggested that, like, John Saxon should have just stayed on as almost like a Loomis character through all of these fucking movies. And I think that would have been a really good way to tie them in. John Saxon played Nancy's dad. Father. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. he's he gorgeous. John Saxon. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like... With the eyebrows. Wig, and the, I would have like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, is he more straight hot? No, no. He, uh, again, again, 80s hot. 80s hot. Exactly. I think he would have been like, whatever. What about I'm doing this game stuff? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. whatever. I'm the sheriff. Yeah. Uh, he can... Um, okay, so we get to... We, right, the Lisa... Gym, they're in the gym. This is gym class, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I really... No. Yes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes, you're, no, you're right. Before Lisa comes over, I wrote, oh, man, I had the same couch. Uh, then Lisa. <laughs> it's okay. That it's brown okay. cat. I know, it's I missed okay. it. Yes. Lisa comes over for a ride from school. Jesse gets, gets uh, get gym the, class. The janky car. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. only he can start. That only he can start. Kind of. I don't know what that's a metaphor for, but it feels like it's a metaphor for something. No one's going to steal it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Except for Lisa at the end. Anyway, we'll go. Uh, Jessica, Jesse, they're playing uh, softball in um, in gym class. The boys I mean, are playing like, softball. Like the, hardcore, like it's hardcore. Baseball. It, it yeah. Really, it, the, the the boys are playing baseball. The girls, and the girls are doing archery, archery, which reminds me of Ten Things I Hate About You so hard. <laughs> A little bit, yes. So <laughs> she's the guy. Yeah. Which, this, this, this is the era, and it reminds me of. 
my favorite gym class story of oh. high school. Oh, there we go. Which we is go. when the boys and the girls were split up on on the the week that we were doing our football unit. Oh god. And the boys and the girls were split up because it was just expected that all of the boys already knew how to play football. Uh-huh. This one didn't. <laughs> No. <laughs> and so the boys just went out on the field with a football and the coach and the, the teacher who was also the football coach at my uh, high school just said, uh-huh. "Okay, blah, 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 no rush on a punt, blah, 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 and blew a whistle and then we were expected to play a game." Cool. And like to the point that like somehow I ended up with the ball at some point even though I tried to avoid it as much as <laughs> possible. Wait, what am I doing? And, what is this thing? And literally, I had the ball in my hands, and I had to stare at this gym teacher and literally say out loud, I have no idea what I am supposed to do right what I'm supposed to do right now. What do I do? <laughs> Meanwhile, all the girls spent like a spent like two days inside with the female gym teacher and like a whiteboard of her explaining how the game of football works and like Fuck dra- off. And, like, I'm so angry draw- right now. Drawing diagrams and Explaining the rules and all this stuff. That is so stuff. fucking sexist. I am furious right I, now. Jesus Christ. I went from zero to 60 in about <laughs> five to six seconds. I'm fucking look, furious. Will, her eyes are black like mine get. Yep, exactly. <laughs> the doll's eyes. The devil's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, rage! Yeah. Holy fuck. Oh my god. The girls can't handle flake fucking playing football. They uh, and later in the week they eventually did play football amongst themselves. Sure. But they got to spend two days having it explained to them. Although I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I would take, I would need two days for someone to explain football to me. Yes, I listen, still don't I, I would need more I'm than not, that. I'm not saying that that's not true. What I am saying yeah. is like, if you should have yeah. known because yes. you got a dick, you should know what football exactly. is. Exactly. If right. we're being yep. good teachers, we should teach everybody because yep. I certainly did not know. Yeah, yeah. Or make sure that everybody did know. Well, it should just be like with every new sport you're learning. Like, this is how we play this game. Here you go. Here's, here's. Football, soccer. Here's how you play soccer. That's how we played every other sport. I mean, we didn't stay inside and learn the actual sport. It was like, we played like fucking easy stuff like softball and dodgeball and volleyball. Not saying that it's simple. Just saying that it was not as like, like basketball was way harder. Soccer was way harder. You know, things like that. Mm -hmm. That they would have to actually like break down the rules of each game. Mm -hmm. Side note: My other favorite gym class story is when we were when we were split up into co-ed groups and playing half-court basketball, and there and my modus operandi with any game was to avoid the ball as much as possible because once I got it, I did not have the ability or know how to do anything with it. And the the female gym teacher this time walked past my half-court game and came up to me and was like, "No, you're supposed to." guard this person you're supposed to block them you're supposed to try to get the ball Mm -hmm. and i didn't say this out loud but in my head and my face very clearly said no no i know (laughs) (laughs) i know what i'm supposed to do right now right but but if i get the ball away from this person i don't want it what what will i do then i can't i cannot i cannot dribble a basketball I do not want the it. You don't understand. I do not want it. I cannot dribble a basketball. I cannot <laughs> shoot it when 
when other people are trying to block me. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, there's, I can't deal with that type of pressure. So, like... No. There is there is something to be said about oh having worked in a Montessori school and Montessori gym classes. They're just like, throw the ball around. <laughs> right. <laughs> throw a frisbee. Gym class! <laughs> it was wonderful. Yay! Yay! Um, speaking of gym classes, I love that. So I here love- we are, gym class. Here we are, gym class. Uh, Jesse. Notice- Sorry. <laughs> Well, Grady hits the ball, and it beams Jesse right in the fucking head. Oh, yeah, he does. And then my next note is, holy God, is this gay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> holy God. Because they are just wrestling. They're oh, wrestling. They're wrestling. So, after that, Jesse gets... Jesse then... Jesse then gets Grady out at second, which is the position he's playing. He gets him mm-hmm. out at second, and then they squabble. Um, And Grady pulls... Jesse's pants down, revealing his tight ass and jock strap. Yeah, and then the coach says to assume the position. We all know what that means. Mm-hmm. Push ups. Yep. Right. Is it even push ups? No, or I think they're it, doing planks. planks. They're doing planks. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that fucking sucks. It sure does. Yeah. Well, and the, again, this is the 80s back when. You know, physical punishment was still a thing that was allowed. And, yeah, by yeah. a gym teacher, and, anyway. And, and jock straps were things that were worn yes. by all teenagers. Because I was thinking, I was like, "Wow, he's got a jock strap on." Like, I mean, besides, I know. My first thought was like, "What's all of this?" Because I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I had to wear a uniform for gym class. So mm-hmm. I had to wear shorts and a shirt, but that was all the uniform I was getting. Yeah, mi- middle, weirdly, middle school and junior high, we had to wear a uniform, and mm. then high school. The quote-unquote uniform was that we had to wear shorts and a shirt that said the name of the high school on it. So, mm. like, it could be a cast shirt from Drama Club. It could be, like, what, oh, yeah, yeah. whatever. But, like, it yeah. had to but say the name of the But half the stuff that these song. people were wearing, I was like, I wouldn't have been able to wear that. In nope, me neither. No. Um, those are, well, the girls in particular. Um, so, this is where... The, um, where Grady tells, this is, they're doing their, like, they're doing their planks, and Grady tells, um, um, Jesse, well, you know, the coach hangs around queer S&M joints yeah. downtown, and, uh, then he also says, oh, this fucking, this line, again, zero to 60, are you mounting her nightly or what? Meaning Lisa. Meaning, is, is he mounting? Is Jesse mounting Lisa Right, are they nightly? doing it? It's like, uh, P.S. If you notice, the coach is smoking in his office. He is. He is. I'm like, mm-hmm. we could still mm-hmm. smoke in school back then. Excuse yeah. me. I guess just um, in the office. Well, I mean, I think you do it anywhere at that point. Also, I'd spank Grady. I would spank him. Oh, yeah. hard, so bad. Hard. Um, he still got yeah, it we, too. Yeah, yeah he does. I yeah. still would. Yeah, because he's on. He's also on all those. Um, there's a whole bunch of documentaries on Shudder that are like, it's, there's two, three hour ones. Well, it's like pretty much like the um, evolution of horror movies and mostly 80s. And he's on it a lot doing like talking heads and he is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so we also learn at this point because they're changing in the... Yeah, uh, back in the locker room. Yeah. Grady tells Jesse about who used to live in his house. He, he said, chick went crazy when she saw her boyfriend get mauled to death or some shit. Murdered. Murdered. Across the street. Yeah. And that's why there's bars on the window. Well, and he also says, which isn't true, is that he says that her, um, 
that her mom locked her in the house. And she went crazy from being locked in the house. Mm-hmm. Which I don't believe is true. No, I, she actually did. Did she? In, in the first movie, yeah. Towards, yeah, she barred. Towards the end, when she put bars on the windows, yep. and she, she locked the door, and then... Yeah. Um, did she... Um, well, it's really funny, because... Again, I'm going to bring up the uh, Nightmare 3. They talk about... Um, they're like, it's, Freddie must have like an age requirement. You can't be like over 26. Yeah. Like, He's like, because Nancy leaves, because Nancy's in three, and he, she leaves, goes mm-hmm. to college, and comes back. And it, she's not messed with Freddie until she's back in Ohio. So um, it, it must be the house. It must be the general vicinity. It's, it's, he, can't, he must not be able to cross state lines. Yeah. <laughs> There's an age requirement in the state in a regional requirement. Well, it's requirement. it is. It's about the town because the town in the first one anyway, the town was the one that revolted against him. Mm-hmm. They they're the ones that killed him. So of course, it, it, I think it makes sense that he would be kind of bolted to this town. Yeah, agree. In Elm Street, in particular, yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. Well, I think probably that's the one thing that the franchise. Picked up from Nightmare 2, probably. Because after the first one, you could probably go either way. Either he needs to follow the descendants of these people who killed him, or he needs to stay in the area, and Nightmare 2 establishes that it's the area. Right, because there's no reason for him to be haunting Jesse. Mm -hmm. Jesse's parents were the ones who lit him on fire, so... Yeah. Um... But I agree. It must be. It just must be regional. It must be a, a boogeyman of the regional area. Or he's he just is obsessed with the house at this point because what? of because of Nancy. That's not fucking creepy. Is she? Um, uh, after another sweaty night for Jesse, he... he's also wearing hospital scrubs for some reason. I know. Thank you. I was telling why? You, I, was telling you, I was like out of my mind. I was like, why is he wearing hospital scrubs? Neither of his parents seem to work in a hospital of I any don't sort. Know. It's either like he's one of those ones like he, his wardrobe is nuts. In it's yeah. Like he's got a random sweater on, or his shirt. He has a he has unbuttoned shirt, like completely unbuttoned with no shirt underneath. Yeah. I was like. There's no in between. He wears a tank top once. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so I mean. fucking weird. Um, but Jesse then he and he gets up and he heads to the backyard. He looks in the basement and he sees Freddy Krueger putting things into the furnace. So he's like, "Fuck! There's somebody in my basement." So he goes in the house and, and and at this point, you as a viewer know this has got to be a fucking dream. Right. He goes in the house and and he sees that um, he opens the door. Um, to the basement, and he, you know, he can hear there's somebody's down in the basement. Yeah. So again, you know, he struggles. He kind of struggles with the knob. The door right. won't come open, um, and then kind of walks away, and then mm-hmm. bumps into Freddy. Right. And this is the scene in the documentary that I fucking love because he starts Freddy starts caressing. Oh Jesse's my gosh! Mm-hmm. And this is the poor part where in the documentary, um, Mark says the um, makeup designer was like. Stop! We need to do makeup on Mark, and he pulls Mark away. Yeah, because he's like, no, no, do not let him do that because it looks like you're fucking blowing, you're flating a fucking knife. Knife, right? Because uh, Robert England went a little too far, 
And he asked, you know, but Mark was also a very new young actor. Right. And so Robert Englund was like, I'm going to try some things. You know, is that okay with you? Which is very, you know, respectable for one actor to do with another. However, you know, sometimes things just don't work. But nobody pulled them back. Right. No one the said, director should have. The director right. should have done that, and instead, right. in this case, according to the documentary, the the makeup, makeup director was like, "Stop! We need to, you know, touch up and pull and tried to get it back mm-hmm. to." Yeah, because he's like, "You do not want to be on screen looking like you're blowing him." It's just right. Not, Let's not, not do not that. A good, not a good look. No. Agreed. Agreed. Because he was very. It's uncomfortable kinda... enough as as the crossing is. Right. Because. Well, the director apparently was so clueless. As I to, know. I doubt he was that clueless. As opposed, or when it comes to, and I'll, I'll want your opinion on this. Sure, but again, like I said, this was the eighties. There was such a veil of just like every. Well, people were closeted. Yeah, there, there was, and well, and and I guess, I guess I would need to talk to somebody who, well. And sadly, that this is touched on the documentary too. There's there's an entire generation of gay men who don't exist because they yeah. died from that from that time. But I would like yeah. I would need to talk to somebody who was an adult to that at that time to see like yeah it would in popular culture was was there really just not that much of an awareness. It feels like there wasn't an an awareness in in a lot of people. You know, of, I, I I kind of think you're right on that one because like if you talk to my like. My, my mom, and she's like, there were gay people that she went to school with. She didn't know until, you know, after they were out of school. She's like... Because people were stigmatized. Yeah. It's like, they it's had weird. to go back they in the closet. Weird. Yeah, they were weird. Right. Or, like, as we say, queer. They were queer. Right. We don't at my... Them. Prime example. <laughs> at my high school reunion today, um, there... <laughs> after we graduated, there were zero gay people in my, in my class. After I graduated, there were seven fucking lesbians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of whom is transgender. I'm like. But yeah, got, we, we got we got ninety fingers on a face. <laughs> In he, the mouth. Say that like the 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 partial quote that I have is, "Daddy can't help you now." <laughs> I, I need you, Jesse. Mm-hmm. You've got the body. No, I got that one too, <laughs> yeah. I got the brains. <laughs> I need you for special work. And then scream, queen, yeah. once again. Yeah, because yes. he rips his damn top of his head off and we can see a brain. Like, tell me, if you saw that in front of your face, you would not fucking scream. Yes. Well. Child, yes. Ciao. Go ahead. Do it. Oh, scream? No. I need to protect my voice. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, that's fair. Amen. <laughs> uh, so he wakes up and he's covered in sweat. Have his parents not noticed how fucking hot it is in his room? In the They're house. just. In I the know! House. He's like covered in sweat again. And they're like, oh, it's okay, baby. And uh, like, wouldn't you think, whoo! You know, maybe it is a little hot. <laughs> we get this yeah. amazing next scene, which is the biology class. <laughs> and he's falling asleep in his biology class, and Grady's sitting there, like, keeps looking over at him. And because they're, like, joking, like, oh, check out Jesse over there, you know, falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> the fucking teacher throws 
was a real heart right on the fucking table. I was like, was it a cow heart? What, yeah, what was yeah. that? Yeah, it was a cow heart. It's like fucking and, a uh, god. And then all of a sudden, this fucking boa constrictor starts crawling up his like his shoulder around. He starts to constrict Jesse. him. Yeah, Jesse, because Jesse's fallen asleep yeah, by Jesse. this point. And then he's also a nice swatch watch. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. My my notes literally say suddenly a bow is wrapped around him. Wait, this is this wasn't a dream because oh wait no me too I'm like oh wait yeah. it's a real fucking snake. It's real. I was like hey. did no one notice this fucking snake broke out of the fucking terrarium right or like freak out and he and you're yelling at him because he screamed because there's a fucking snake around him. Like, people behind him were like um snake 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 yeah. boa boa constrictor right. it's constricting yeah, it's doing its thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, like the way that his friend, that like the that Grady, like yeah, across the I feel like it was a prank that like he pulled on him or something. Could be, but that's not clear. No, I do like his little like like, (laughs) flipping him off. Flip the bird. That's cute. Did you write down what the teacher said? I didn't write it down, but I remember. (laughs) If you want to play with animals, join the circus. It's so fucking dumb. One in the in the Never Sleep Again documentary, Wes Craven's um, main criticism of this movie is that like there are a lot of vignettes, but no like real solid through line. True. And this is, Agreed. This is, this is a super illustration right. of that. Like this is related yeah. to nothing. Exactly. At right. all. I mean, we get to the bird part. Let's talk about the bird part. Mm-hmm. Which oh, I was like, which I think. The, the dishes get struck by lightning. Yeah. What? The toaster? Yeah. None of it makes fucking sense. You're absolutely... I mean, he, you he's slash right. Wes Craven is absolutely... <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's absolutely right. Because that's why it's so kind of... There's no... Nothing threading it all together. No. There's no story here. When it comes down there's to... No there's no through story. line. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, next... In order to go, oh, so Jesse calls up Lisa and he's like, hey, girl, you want to go out? And yeah. she's like, yes. And she. It is an 80s excuse to see her in a red swimsuit. Uh huh. Mm. Yep. Blue. Yeah, fast time. Oh, it's blue. She was wearing blue. Oh. Uh, because she's it's got all... beautiful red hair and blue eyes. So oh, it's like, oh, no. Fast times. Totally right. I know, right? It was cobalt blue. You're anyway. Totally right. <laughs> just an ass. Anyway, yeah, this, in order this, to go. This is me not remembering a <laughs> Oh well, duh. Either, and I would have checked it out. (laughs) (laughs) So, in order to go out with Lisa, he's got his old man is like, nope, nope, you gotta fully unpack your room, and he's like, what the fuck? So he does what we all do and turn on some sweet '80s jams. This song, we all know this song, and gets to work. Um. Yeah. What is this song? You all know it. I mean, it was a. I don't. I was trying to look it up, and I didn't have time. All right. Keep talking, I'll find it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not a song that I knew either. And oh, me see, neither. I did. I was like... Oh, no, I did not know. Um, and not only... It wasn't even on the radio. He put in a tape. He had he the he had the album. Um, he's starting to do his little thing. He's dancing around. All night long. Uh, make me love you. Kiss and hug you. Touch me. Hey. All that hey. It was like a, it was a pretty well known song at the time. Um, he pops off just as his mom and Lisa enter the room. <laughs> Does yeah. anybody oh. knock? It's, it's it's a pop gun coming. It's everybody. a pop oh, gun. <laughs> <laughs> 
his popper goes, pop off. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, yeah. did you guys all notice what the game he had in his closet was? Oh, yeah, Probe. 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 I was like, what? What the yeah, fuck they, is they that? Men- they mentioned that in one of the documentaries. I forget which oh. one. But... Oh, man. Yeah, Probe. So, well, well, the dancing. It, oh, oh, it's it, it is the, such banging beautiful Banging his dancing. butt against the... Uh, Twer- twerking against the drawer. Yeah. That was written in the script. Yeah. yeah. And, and Mark was not happy about it. He just... It was exploitative. I mean, that's what... It, yeah. You know. um, but then Lisa's like, oh, I want to help you, you know, clean up. Because she's so super sweet. She is. Uh, Lisa finds Nancy's diary in his room. The entry is as follows. Because she asks, do sweaters go in the closet? <laughs> nope, yeah. but I do. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Ew. Ew. Um, the following entry is written, March 15th, he comes to me at night. Horrible, ugly, dirty. Yeah, well, first she's reading, talking he, about... Because yeah. he starts reading it sexually, and then Elsa's like, oh, fuck, he's talking about... Well, like, no, well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts reading it, and then he's like, oh, hey, can I see that? Because yeah, at yeah. first she's <laughs> talking about, like, at first she's reading an entry that where Nancy's talking about, oh, just staring across the street her at her fine-ass yeah. boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then... And like, oh, can I read that? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, let me do that, girl. And uh, he's like, uh, he comes to me at night, horrible, ugly, dirty, under the sheets with me, tearing at my nightgown with his steel claws yeah that's when it's like wait oh, what, wait what? Whoop. Mm-hmm. his name is fred and he keeps trying to take me to the boiler room he wants to yeah. kill me and then- see and here's the thing you know she says boiler room yeah we don't go to a boiler room later basement no we don't we don't go to a basement oh it's a either. plant it's a and it's not a power plant let's just we'll, we'll get there we'll get it's, there it's it's a salt manufacturer but that's fine no worries um because it's like the same one over uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, so yeah. just um, so then, um, yeah. But also, again, gay subtext. It's it's he's reading these things and sort of realizing like parallels of stuff that's happening mm-hmm. inside of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like, oh, well, this is a thing that somebody else. Right. Did. It's, somebody else felt this it's way. It's like when when you're starting to come out. To I'm not alone. Like, I'm not alone. Somebody else felt these yeah. things. Having that like connection to and, and, and oh shit this is, but if I'm then this person then oh wait oh yeah sorry Lisa yeah <laughs> it's another piece of allegory but then also P.S. this is stupid for the franchise because why the yes. hell would Nancy have written a diary with all of this detail right she, about no, any of this no no and it wouldn't have been found by Already, the way like when they cleaned the house out to like sell it um, he goes to the basement and someone fucking called the HVAC guy at this Oh, point. I know, right? Jesus, when well, your records are melting in your house. Well, the dude, the dad was an obvious douche about it. He's like, ah, it just he needs just, a Freon shot. Just a Freon. Yeah. I'm like, you a shot fucking of ass. So he, uh, Jesse goes to the basement and pulls out Freddy's glove from and the I boiler. Said, I'm assuming he's in a dream again at this yeah. point. Yeah. Freddy appears and tells him to put it on and kill for him. See, but we don't know if he is because at one point he, right after that, he then trips, falls, and then Freddy's gone. So does he wake up? We don't know. I mean, we don't have a differentiating, like, this is a dream and this isn't. Yes, the, the, these things are what make it 
not a part of the rest of the series of movies Thank because you. they're Thank because you. the rule the rules of the rules who, are of who mm-hmm. Freddy has is, to have been sleeping is like in and out of dreams yes. is, is blurred slash broken slash right because we will see that with Grady and and Jesse later too because it's, it's supposed to be a dream but it's not and there's no a point where it's because with one when they're dreaming it's a dream you know it's a dream wait a minute is, what. No, I'm going to poke a hole in this. If you've watched the first one, remember when she booby traps the fucking house? Mm -hmm. In reality, she wasn't dreaming. She fucking booby trapped the house. But that's because she she took the initiative to pull him out of the dream. Yeah, she wanted to. It was like, it was a home alone situation. She pulled him out. Yes. How? She because she she, she just, him. She discovered in an earlier dream that because yeah she was fighting with him in the dream and grabbed his hat and then woke up with, with his the hat. hat. Mm-hmm. Right. So she realized that she could bring shit out of her dream. Right. Okay. So yeah. her plan was to like force somebody to uh, initially it was supposed to be Johnny Depp but he ended up being killed in his dream mm-hmm. uh, to force somebody to wake her up in the middle of the dream while she grabbed on to him. To bring him mm-hmm. out of the dream so that then he could be killed because he was in the real Okay, world. okay, well maybe then that makes sense because he has the glove. So the glove That's is, something the from glove the real has pulled him out. Yeah. So that way that there is now okay, so I poked a hole in my own fucking theory here. <laughs> so it's now he's pulled he has the glove in because the next one of the no, it's the next scene is where he wakes up and the glove is moving in his dresser. It's moving on its own. Yeah. So he's he has the glove oh, that gives Freddy the uh, ability to move back and forth between dream and reality. Okay. I don't. This shouldn't be this fucking hard. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like yeah. I, yeah. I, I believe it. But it shouldn't. But it. But it sucks. It really sucks. <laughs> yeah. Really sucks. Oh, um, now we're getting. Wait, just before we get to that, um, we get back to gym class, and one of my. I, I wrote down oh, a few random quotes, but this yes, is one of my favorites. I might too. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll say one. Hey, Grady, do you remember your that's dreams? That's the one. Yep, I wrote. What, what's the answer? Only the wet ones. Oh! <laughs> Boom! Love it. I fucking love that. It's so good. So, it's hot in the living room, oh, and it now it's... now it's huh? hot in her. It's hot in her. Yes. Um, it's nice. No, but, but before that, it's like... Like Coach Coach Snyder's got a stick up his ass. Coach Snyder's always got a stick up his ass. Cause gay. And then Coach Snyder says, "Like hey, something like hey girlies or something like that, but not girly. He doesn't say girly. Is like yes. And then and then we they're they're doing the and then we we smash cut to a recycled shot of the yes because because Jesse was not wearing the same shirt, but it's fine. So it's hot in the living room in Jesse's house. It's ninety seven degrees. It's not ninety eight. And one of the I guess they're lovebirds. Now lovebirds. I know. I wrote parakeets. Are they okay? I don't know. They were parakeets. Lovebirds is what happened in the birds. There we go. Remember? Yeah. Now I do. Yeah, I, my grandma used to have a parakeet. I don't remember it being vicious like this. No, uh, they weren't. Oh my god, I had a parakeet, and yes, I had a I had a parakeet, and we got it like a little like plastic friend that was on a spring. Yeah, did you have an airport too? 
that have a mirror in the thing? Because it's supposed yeah. to be like they have to have a mirror because it's always they see themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he would ride, the, he would like surf mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. And it was like his, gr- and then like it fell once at the bottom of the cage and he was like super sad. There's... And we're like, oh, it's his girlfriend. You guys, we have to get another one. <laughs> my, my grandma had one and she passed away before. Like, I mean, and so we were left with the yeah. parakeet. Yeah. Oh, it was so like, sad. The parakeet was devastated. Like, like yeah. They, like, it's a fucking bird. The bird knew who my grandma was. Like, it yeah. knew. And it was like, my person isn't here anymore. Yeah, um, that's so sad. They're, they're really cute. I, I would never have a bird. Um, that's just my own opinion. That's my own thing. No. They're in the fucking animals. Uh, um, yeah, you already have a zoo. It's cool. I said, so the... <laughs> so the fucking... One bird's dead. Because um, all of a sudden... The, what does the sister say? They're asleep. Shh, don't, don't bother the birds that are asleep. They ain't asleep. One's fucking dead. One like flops out and it's all bloody. One like attacks the other. And then the other one attacks the families. And I just wrote, parakeets don't usually do that. And, and then, then randomly It explodes. Implodes. <laughs> yep. I said, did it explode from the heat Like what the fuck is happening? According like here we go. to one of the documentaries about what it here was, we go. What it was oh my god, you be, guys, we have so much left because because you know, that like because parakeets or or whatever birds that they bring down in the mines. Oh, songbirds, yeah. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. supposed to they're supposed to be like the first ones to die if there's because they if, alert everybody. Yeah, oh, if there if there's gas or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the, these birds were supposed to like explode slash die because Freddy's a coming. Oh. Sure. That makes no sense, but that no. was It really doesn't. I mean, you think the 97 degrees would be the first, but I mm. That's enough for me to be out of a house. Also, I'll tell you that. I enjoyed that the next scene, the dad is accusing Jesse of murdering the birds. Yep. Oh, I know. You did this on purpose. I don't right? know, like firecrackers or something. I'd... Yeah. Cherry bomb. Yeah. Cherry bomb. Like, what? Yeah. Well, so and even his mom is like, you're crazy. Well, it's enough that it makes Jesse wakes up again and he's so distraught that he walks to Dom's place. Oh, yeah, okay, hold on. Oh, Jesse, dude, can you this, not this get a fan or something? Is so tan and sweaty. Like, because what. Do we know. Where Where is this Elm Street town? In, Ohio. Is it in Ohio? Springfield, Ohio. Do we know where this family moved from? From? Don't know. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Just just wondering. Yeah. Like, you are no, so tan and. Right, yeah. And it's school time, so it either had to be September or May. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. End of the summer, like very beginning is what I was thinking, but I don't know. But he goes to this this uh, Dom's place, and um, this is the S&M bar that What's His Face was talking about. Grady Co- was talking about. Grady mm-hmm. was talking about Coach. I mean, this is coded as it's a gay bar. Yes. It's. Gay biker bar? Gay yeah. trans bar? Except, Don't know. Yeah, except like the people who are there, it's just like. It's all it, kinds. It's like it's all everyone. Kinds. Yeah. It's like the grid. <laughs> yeah. It was what, what, all what kinds. it was back in the day. That's, yeah. that's absolutely true. Yeah. But here's the thing like, in the 80s, from what I understand, like, that's not a place you would usually find. Like, if you're going. No. If you were in going, Ohio? No. Oh my gosh, no. If, no. if you were going to a gay Middle bar, Middle of it was nowhere, a, Ohio. It no. was a gay bar. It was yep. all men. And if it was a leather bar, you better bet your bippy they were all dressed like almost identically. Like, well, yeah. Uh, so Jesse uh, goes for a walk in a rainstorm and heads into the Don's place for a refreshment. Uh, and 
Coach sees him get a beer, and... And then all of a sudden we just... All of a sudden we pop up, we smash cut to the school, and, and Jesse's like, running laps around yeah, at the gym. Like, this is a dream again? I know. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, so he's... It, it, it could have gone both ways. He's so, got his leather outfit on, too. Yeah. Coach still has his leathers. Mm-hmm. As Jesse... Uh, so Jesse's running laps around the school. As Jesse is showering, Coach pulls out jump rope from his closet. What the fuck is that for? Uh, I mean, this is where we start getting the balls. He gets attacked by balls. Balls! Yeah, everywhere! This... Big balls! Little balls! All the balls attack the coach. Now might be a good time to spit out your gum. Did any of you notice that as he was being attacked by balls, he would, like, pop back up? And <laughs> keep chewing his gum? I'm like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> well, so they get this unseen force that uh, attacks him with the jump ropes and drags him into the shower, and then ties him up like uh, like an S and M sort of um, like by his wrists okay. um, to get a flogging. Okay, okay. Sort of so so here's a this is a serious bullshit moment though. Yeah, because, I like it because like even if we accept that you know may, maybe. <laughs> Maybe because, you know, Nancy pulled him out of a dream in the first movie, maybe he sort of exists in the real world. Right. But this is a moment, like, all of this is happening while Jesse isn't paying attention. Right, he's in another shower. Yeah. Right. And, so, and this, and the, the coach isn't dreaming. Right. So, so, the, I, so, so... either, so either Freddy in his full human form needs to be doing this... Mm-hmm. Or this needs to be happening while the coach is asleep and dreaming. Right. Or... But, but it's just an invisible force, like, tying. So what... What? Okay. I think I, I, I get what you're saying, but jump on the train with me. The point of this movie... Come with me. Come with me. The point of this movie is that Freddy wants to take over Jesse's body. He wants to t- use his body as his own vessel to do his bidding. So at the end of Flash Forward, I know we're going to talk about the scene, but Flash Forwarding to the end, Jesse, you see Jesse with the glove. Which I have, as I have, if I have an issue with he that too. did it. I have an issue with that because he has two sets of slashes. Because he slashed him twice. Do we see that, though? Yeah. Do we see two, one, one? We see him slash him twice. I'm just saying. So, Annie, get your gun. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. The jump, so the jump rope uh, attacks the coach. Um wraps around his wrist and pulls him into the showers. Jesse watches helplessly, question mark, as the coach is tied to the showers and stripped and towel slapped in the ass. Freddy appears and yeah. kills the coach. So Freddy appears and kills the coach. So Jesse is kind of in this moment, he's sort of out of body, right? Like he's he's watching quote unquote helplessly. Okay, so, so so the the death I follow you. You know what I'm I mean? Li- I'm literally just talking about the the, the jump rope. Yeah, the the, like the right like the invisible force with the jump. Yeah, around. right. Yeah. He was never in the shower. In his mind, he thinks he was in the shower the whole time. He was fucking up the coach. That was Jesse, i.e., Freddie. 
Then why is he wet when they when they bring him back to the house later? It's raining. Was and it? he was in the shower. It was it was raining. It Damn was it. raining. It was pouring yeah. fucking rain. I'm just saying that this that is possible that this is this might uh, I am I with you that it is not clear. Yes. It is not clear. And this was not well directed. I'm sorry, Jack. It's not well written. This it was not, not well written, David Chaskin, and it was not well well directed. It wasn't. No. I think it was well acted. Oh, agreed, agreed. Yeah. So, so the coach, <laughs> the coach gets spanked. <laughs> with a, with a... Real, real hard. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I will say this. This was a, a moment of disappointment because that ass was not a gay hot ass. Uh, no. well, it was, was a coach. Yeah, it was. It was a high school coach. It was. It, 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 it was. It was an. Yeah, 80s, he had shoes on. It, it was an eighties straight man attractive ass. You know. Yeah. 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 I feel you. I mean, the body in general for his age, I was like, okay. Yes. I'll do. Okay, Absolutely. I'll, again, I'll throw a leg over. It's fine. Sure, I'll drink to that. Um, I think I already did. Uh, uh, <clears throat> um, so the the next scene is is um, Ma and Pa Jesse. Um, <laughs> oh my God, the dad, the dad. See, I think we need to take. Oh my God, no, no, no. Okay, so the mom. The police bring Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been wandering the the, the the highway naked. And they're like, we found this fucking kid. Is it yours? Right. <laughs> and the dad thinks he's on meth. <laughs> he needs a methadone clinic. So the next day, you know, mom and Jesse are arguing. And Jesse goes off to school. And then mom goes to dad. And they're arguing about Jesse. And <laughs> she back <laughs> like i think we need to take him to a psychiatrist and he says oh come on what good will that do <laughs> yeah nothing nothing <laughs> also my next one is does does he have a job like honestly like, what does he do he's like just fucking working i'm like this, is he working somewhere is he doing something yeah. making what does he feeling? do i i would accept that like they just moved in and maybe his new job doesn't start until next month sure i like it sure I, I okay <laughs> I would be on board. With I like very doing, good, I like Will. Very good. See to the movie. I like it. I like it. Sold. Um, <laughs> but like, but he's up on the ladders. Like, what that what that boy needs is a good goddamn kick in the butt. <laughs> yes, he does. Which is exactly what my father would have said. Uh, so then Lisa takes. Um, she uh, uh, directs Jesse to the boiler room, quote unquote. Well, first she takes him to the. Oh, well, first he wakes up again and goes into his sister's room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And now yeah. he's like truly freaked out because and she's jumping rope and singing the Freddy song. And um, this is also when the, the, the glove is moving by itself in, in his desk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next morning, the toaster just randomly catches fire. <laughs> yep. Maybe it's As- time to move. <laughs> ha, look at this, honey. Again. It wasn't plugged in. Yeah, it wasn't plugged in. Again, with queer subtext, it's the glove hidden in the drawer. Hidden. The thing, the things I've hidden in a drawer. <laughs> well, in my youth, you know. Yeah. Lisa drives him, or like directs him. him out to this. What she calls a power plant. Freddie was a janitor. Yeah, he was. He, the boiler room was at the school. Like he didn't take him to a fucking manufacturing plant. Yeah. He says he br- he brought twenty kids here and killed them. 
No, yeah, like, it would have been the school. It would have been. It was the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's he was where they school killed janitor. Him. Yeah, they yeah. killed him at the school. Yeah. Um, so it makes way more sense that he's right. tied to kids. Um, but I'm anyway. say right now, here's the thing: in piss on the like the fucking remake for saying that he might not have touched or he might not have killed kids. I was like, no, 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 he did. Not only did he kill kids, I'm pretty sure he touched kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he molested them. He was yeah. a molester. Yeah, they but they don't say that in these. He's just he's a child murderer. He's not a child molester. I was like. It's like, yeah. well, yeah, sure. no, that, that, is, that is the one thing that the reboot, like, did greatly. They actually very yeah. plainly came out and said that. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Which is like. Which the, gives you more to hate about him. Uh-huh. Yeah. It fuels yeah. and fuels the fear. Yeah. Um, So she takes him to the quote unquote boiler room where Freddie died. Um supposedly afraid of his dreams coming to life jesse starts taking uppers so he doesn't fall asleep and drinking coffee constantly mm-hmm. but it was more the pills like the stay awake no dose sleep pills well re- before that we get a um we get a, a point of view of someone going through the house mm-hmm. and he gets oh the yeah he gets room, to the sister's room uh-huh. and he wakes and the sister wakes up and she's like what time is it and then we shoot the shot that moves to like third person and we see that it is Jesse. It's Jesse. Mm-hmm. And he's got the glove on and he's he tucking her in. And yeah. that at and that point get, he's like super trucker, fucking yeah. freaked out. We start taking trucker speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, I love this 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 interaction between him and his parents the next morning. Yeah. You're which, looking which, better. That just to, before we go off that point, that that's the point that's at some point in the history of the of this movie's um cultural impact whenever they asked David Chaskin about writing this movie he's like oh I didn't write a gay movie I wrote if anything I wrote a homophobic movie this is a scene that you can point to and say because it it, it automatically said oh gay people are pedophiles because yeah, yeah. Yep. this thing inside me is making me like want to do I actually, something not great with my little sister. Hold on one second, because I have I note about that. Give me one second. Please. I have I have two Chaskin quotes from the from the documentary. Mm-hmm. I have uh, so I've got one from I found an article called um, Nightmare on Elm Street Two: The Horror of Coming Out in Eighties America by um, N. Baker, and they say while it's true a Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two may or may not have been fully conscious of its LGBTQ mm-hmm. themes, there's also such much much darker side to the overarching sexuality, masculinity, conversations present. The dangerous 80s perception of gay men as predators. Here, the older man surrounding Jesse are clearly defined as predatory. From the sports coach to Kruger, their intent, their interest in Jesse's younger body. This theme plays to a dangerous 80s commentary of older men as their manipulators of innocent teenage boys. Here's Lisa's role as a female savior plays into this narrative as she helps Jesse conquer his homosexual and with heterosexual love. The darkest undertone of Nightmare on Street Part 2 is the notion that a child molester would pick a gay teenage boy mm-hmm. to continue his work. Mm-hmm. Again, this is open to debate, but tied to socially, but to, tied to social perceptions of gay men as potential abusers. Yeah. With mm-hmm. chunks of the movie openly supporting and encouraging this view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. yucky. Exactly. That's I'm really so yucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Because, like, I, I, yeah. I had a note about Okay, so the next morning he goes downstairs and the mom goes, you're looking bad. And I wrote, are you fucking kidding me? He looks like garbage. I know, he looks... His... And he looks like, I look like garbage. He's like, cool, thanks mom. Thanks mom, I look like the devil right now. Thanks, right. awesome. 
Um, oh my god. So they go to school the next day. It's lunchtime. And they're like, what the fuck's wrong with fucking Jesse? Oh, he is irritable. He is... Yes, because he's sitting next to Grady. Because like he and Grady are now like best friends. Yeah, get best forever. And he and Grady's pretty much like so. It's Grady. He's got like fucking five milks at his lunch table. Grady's got a lot of fucking food. He's just shoveling it in. He's sitting next to Jesse, and then whatever brown hair and Ronnie. Ronnie. Carrie is the. It's Carrie. Is it okay? Thank you, Carrie. Because subtitles K E R R Y Carrie. Oh, like my oh my Carrie. Um, so she she comes over and she sits next to Grady, and they're kind of like talking, and um, she's like, "Why aren't you going to Lisa's party?" And he literally says, "Um, I can't. I'm grounded." She's like, "Why?" He's like, "I threw my grandma down a flight of stairs." I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, he says he's joking, but it's like the. F- fuck like <laughs> um so then like uh jesse screams at grady he's like shut up just shut up grady and everything like everything goes quiet yeah and grady so, storms the, off yeah. and it's like cool dude fuck you fuck off. this yep. is the first time we get and now here's another discussion of yes where, where we can get into like the gayness of things yeah there there's a documentary that i can't remember whether or not i actually watched or not that that it, I, I think the title is like, Do I Sound Gay? Or oh, something like that. Yes, that that's, about, that's about the phenomenon of gay voice. This yes. is the first instance, in my opinion, that Mark Patton's gay voice yeah. Agreed. starts to like creep into this character. And they, they yeah. Shut up, Grady. And yes. It, it yes. takes on a tone yes. and an edge that's mm-hmm. that's a it, I'll I'll put this in five million quotes, but I, in my opinion, I'm allowed to say it gets super queeny. Like it, it's yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, hundred percent. It, yeah, it's a. See, there are things that you can say that we cannot. Yeah, it's an. So it's we appreciate level that. For me, anyway, yeah. that's that's absolutely. What, what we about in uh, what was it? Uh, Bride, where like Bride of Frankenstein. Oh my God! There, there's a couple quotes that we were like, um, was it Pretorius is a super uh, like angry queen? Oh I was my like, God! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quotes, so we were like, okay, yeah, right. yes. <laughs> we were calling the McQueen. Um, but yeah, but he no, is. No, I, I thought that too. I was like, whoa! Oh okay. yeah, yeah. The fuck? Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, but so then we go to Lisa's party. Yay! Lisa's party, and so <laughs> Lisa promise like promises that her dad is not going to be like playing Benny. The Goodman. DJ is yeah. playing Benny Goodman records, but he is love it <laughs> and controlling the girl. Hey, you yeah. want a dog? Here's a dog. Odie. His name's Odie. Oh God. Uh huh. What is that? Is that short for anything? What is it? Odious. Lucius Malfoy, odious Malfoy. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, so later, that you know, uh, Jesse's pouting, and he goes off to like the beach house. He, actually, he has a t- he has a tank top on. I just want to say he's got a tank top on. Yeah. He takes the tank top off to put on a long sleeve shirt with it being unbuttoned. I, I was like. What is happening with I this know. fucking movie? I well, know. But that, that was his pool attire. And <laughs> yeah. now he's... He's gonna change. Cool. You gotta change Ken, Barbie. So he goes to the pool cabana and changes. And Lisa kind of chases after him and is like, what's up? Like, what's, what's going on? This scene, when they're talking, like, 
very deeply about what he's struggling through and she's wanting to be supportive. It's the first time, again, straight white, straight ass white girl. It's the first time I'm getting any gay subtext is this scene at Lisa's party between Lisa and Jesse where she wants to help, but he tells her there's nothing she can do in a quote unquote coming out context. It's kind of true. What can she do other than provide friendship and support? Mm -hmm. Otherwise it's all on him and how he processes it and how he's processing his own struggles. Um, But she cares a bit. It's clear that she's professing that she cares about him very much, even though in this context, he's supposedly straight and they're totally into each other. If we're looking at this as a quote unquote gay movie, looking at it this way, where Freddie is supposed to be like his inner homosexual, she's still being supportive. She's still trying to, you know, offer some kind of, you know, advice and and support, but she's limited in the support she can provide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But again, that's the first time I'm getting any bit of, you know, I feel like a stupid, you know, straight white girl that throughout this whole movie. Well, but that's, that's just the climax of it. Like you have to, that's the build up to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. The same time, I think like, honestly, this whole scene too, to me, I, I think, I like this scene a lot, actually. I did, too. I think it's very... In, in, it's very sweet. In Lisa's amazing. Movie, in a different movie, especially with, like... Because he comes to the door. She knocks on the door. You can see him. It's like you can see through the... Like, there's shadows. And I'm like, God, in a better movie, this would have been kind of sexy. Like, they could have done something with, like... They can actually... You would see them in silhouette. Mm-hmm. And it would be gorgeous and cool and kind of sexy and kind of, like the same time he could struggle with i mean there could be shadows of, of freddie coming out of him mm-hmm. something there could have been a lot more here um but we don't get that mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's, you know like it's so sad because the first thing you see is is mark Patton getting up and pulling his knees in cradling his legs and sitting there almost in like a very protected Mm-hmm. Um, like fetal position, fetal position, defensive position. Yeah, and she's just trying to like fucking figure it out because she's in love with this man. And as someone who has fallen in love with a gay man, I ding felt, ding ding, I felt this hundred percent because I was like, wow, how do I help you get over this? But at the same time, try to work on me and keep myself separated. Yeah. So it was. I felt this a. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me too. I wish well, in a I haven't movie. been in love with Gaiman, but I've like had initial crushes. But then, like, I get over it. Same thing with married men. Like, initially, like, I have this weird like crush, and I'm just like, "What the fuck are you thinking?" And then, um, over time, I kind of let it go. Well, I mean, or I was people that are like good friends. Well, there's that. So there's that. Um, and at the there's same time, that. He's, like. You have to t- t- tell yourself you're okay. <laughs> like you're okay. Sorry, you didn't make them gay. Because that's the first thing everyone's like. Did you make them gay? You made them gay, right? I'm like, no, no, I didn't. Yeah. No. But at the same time, so like, part of me thinks yeah, that's, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. <laughs> not how it works. 
but like, so if any, if anything, you're the conduit that helps them figure it out. Yes. Because yes. let, let me talk about my eighth grade girlfriend. Yay! Yeah. And yeah. and the one makeout session we had on the couch watching The Shining, followed by Phantom of the Opera, the silent movie. <laughs> and, when, uh... and when I realized that I would rather be watching Phantom of the Opera, the silent movie, uh-huh. than making out with this reasonably attractive, very nice girl on the couch, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This yeah. Yep. Yeah. Although I have to say, I'm not gonna lie, but when he starts like fucking going down south, I was like, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, when they realize she's, and then he stops. My hair a little bit. I was he like, okay. he spits out this tongue oh, like black. It was also that was Freddie's tongue. Phallic. It was clearly Freddie's tongue. It was. P.S. It's been. Yeah, it's been. I was waiting. I was waiting for it. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. It's been a while since we. It's been a while. <laughs> I love you both so hard right now. So hard. You thought you were gonna win that? Nope. Denied. Nope. It's been a while. It's been a while. Anyway, it, it has it's been a minute. I'm doing my fucking like Dom DeLuise. I'm gonna have a heart attack. I'm gonna have a John Candy fat guy heart attack. (laughs) It has been a significant length of time (laughs) since since we did that Nightmare on Elm Street marathon. So I don't. We did. We did it years ago. I don't recall in any of the other nightmare movies, like because a lot of this with Freddy is is like you know metaphors for something sexual but in the other movies does he ever actually get overtly sexual other than this moment with the tongue yes he does lick nancy over the phone that's the first one. Oh, that is yeah. right. that's right but no like not like not like this no the rest of them are puns they're all fucking puns Mm. like or the third one, he pulls a girl into the screen. It's welcome to prime, prime time, bitch. Yeah, yeah. It's all whatever quip he can have. Quip and even quiverson. So no, it's not. Yeah. I mean, I would love, I would love a really good remake of this, of this, this movie in particular. Mm-hmm. Where I think there are thing places to go with it. Yeah. So he's yeah, making if, out. If only, if only the reboot of the first one had been, you know. Thank you. Quality. Which the only thing that was. Jesse runs to Grady's and begs to sleep in his place for safety. Two things. One, let's talk about the posters in Grady's room. There's one. Yeah. Limal. There's one with a fucking dog with sunglasses on. Yeah. Um. And and it's dressed like a girl. And the other one is the stray cats. I was like. The stray cats. Yeah. Hell yeah. Stray cat strut. What? Um. Thank you, Brian Setzer. Um. I fucking love this line, though. It's just like it, the epitome of like, yes, this. What this, do you want me to do? No. Oh. Something is trying to get inside my body, and he says, "Yeah." And she's female, and she's waiting for you, you in the cabana, and you, and you want, want to sleep, sleep with me. me. Exactly. I was like, this is yeah. this movie right here. This is There awesome. it is, yep. in a box. Mm-hmm. The other note that I have here from the Never Sleep Again documentary is that apparently... The like the production designer, like like set decorator or set decorator, somebody would like that was gay, mm-hmm. and so there. That's why they're all 
Apparently, allegedly, that's why there are all these things in the background that they oh. nice. they thought were just going to be like inside jokes, but just sort of ended up making and and that was David Chaskin's like original claim was that all of this was meant to be subtext, but this oh, but okay. this clue but this clueless yep. everybody director, else this yeah. clueless director. And this gay lead actor, and the and this like gay people behind yeah. the scenes. Do you just, have the like, quote? Hi- I got the quote. Highlighted yeah. and underlined everything. There were certain choices that were made, like casting. There was certainly sub- certainly some intentional subtext, but it was intended to play homophobic rather than homoerotic. There were certain choices. Oh, sorry, that were made like casting that pushed the subjects to a higher level and stripped whatever subtly that may have been. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this was like, there's no subtext. This was... He also, in the doc, in the documentary said, obviously, I didn't want it to be obvious, that subtext, which is why I never really admitted to it. That and because it was so much more fun not to. Well, the other thing is, I, I wrote Fucking down, dick. There's a couple things where um, I feel so bad for Mark. Mark first I said, do too. Um, Jesus. He's living in Mexico at this point, And he says, then I delved into the internet. And that was my opener. It really pissed me off when he figured out what was happening. Yeah. And he said, I'll do Never Sleep Again. But I want to be able to confront Mark. David he Chaskin. Never got to do it. David until, Chaskin. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That was David Mark Chaskin. talking. Yeah. 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 I, I, Mark. Yes. Um, but yeah, the, he never got to do that. He didn't get to do it until this. this until documentary. this documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. I mean, honestly, I, I, I think this documentary was like. I, I guess I texted you. I said, "It's so good." Fucking bravo, Shutter. Bravo. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Good. Big time. So good. Anyhow. Uh, what do you want me to do? Says Grady. Just watch me. I know that's me. That's a that's a cheap shot. Um, Jesse, he doesn't he doesn't want he says. Uh, uh, so Jesse falls asleep and out comes Freddie. Well, because Grady pulls a Glenn and falls asleep. Yeah, he's like fuck this. Like good night, good night dude. Yeah. And then um, Jesse pops up and wakes up and starts to feel it. And he's like, he's coming for me. I can feel him. Um, and this is the cool, like, oh a la American Werewolf in London, yes. like, morphing scene mm-hmm. where Freddy is, like, coming out of him. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Then I'm ripping out this guy's chest. <laughs> he literally steps out of Jesse's skin. Yeah. He does. Mm-hmm. Um, also, so he's, he's killing, he's killing Grady. He's, um, he's, uh, Freddy is killing Grady. He's got his knives in his stomach. Um, sexy death, though, according to my notes. That's all I wrote, though. Sexy <laughs> death. Yes. He, well, because there's not much, there's not much blood. You know, it's just, we see no. a little bit. It little comes out of his mouth. A little bit. A little bit. But it's really Jesse. But then he kills Grady. Bloop. It's really Jesse. Yeah. And you see the mirror image. Yeah. He's looking in the mirror and it's Freddy, but it's really him. But he's looking at Freddy. He throws the glove at the mirror. Uh, He escapes out the window back to the party. Um, He goes to Lisa's. And then she reads him the last passage of Nancy's diary. This is is another Queenie voice moment. I killed Grady. Oh my (laughs) god, yes. 
Yeah. Also, he's he's covered in red paint that's supposed to be blood. Yeah. Yes, it's he's, bright paint. He's inside me and wants to take me again. Lisa reads the last passage of Nancy's diary. Quote, he is evil itself. I know now that I brought him into my world. Mm, we all diary. did. Gave him the energy he needed. Our scre- our screams were all he needed. It autocorrected to screens. Never mind. Our screams were all he needed. Yeah. So she's trying to point out to Jesse that it's fear. Fear is right. feeding him. And that's why he's allowed, you know, he can just walk amongst the, the waking at this point. We are almost there. Because so of my close. notes. Oh my gosh, we're there. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Freddie reappears and wreaks havoc on the party. When the pool Which starts boiling? Which is hysterical. Mm-hmm. It's oh really God. funny. People just like standing around going, like, what's happening? I was like, there's a fucking band band. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Freddy, after wreaking havoc on the party, I mean, there's random kills. The there's the pool is boiling hot. The dad runs downstairs with a gun, um, and then Freddy leaves in a burst of flame. And all that's left is Lisa and her parents and the party you guards. Are all my children now. Oh. Are they seeing Freddy or are they seeing Jesse? Freddy. I assumed Freddie because they never panned back to him being no. Jesse. Yeah. But there's, again, no continuity between when right. is it Freddie and when is it Jesse. Right. Right. So. Slash, at the end of the first movie, it's so ambiguous. Like, is this entire movie a dream? That's true. Yeah. Did any well, of it ever happen? Especially which, at no, the which end. Which did you have at the end of the first one? Where the mom gets pulled in. Pulled yeah. through the window. Ah! The worst. worst ending. And that was the one Wes so did not funny. want. Wes Craven did not want that fucking ending. It looked Thanks, so Bob bad. Day. He fucking knew how bad it looked. Um, yeah. It, oh, Bob Shea, P.S., was the bartender at the gay scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, really? The one who brings up the beer? Yeah. Oh. That was Bob Shea. I didn't, I didn't know that. Okay. Fun. To, for um, Pat. Uh, Lisa Ray. <laughs> Lisa races to the old plant where she suspects Jesse will be. Uh, she And she drives, if you notice, Jesse's car. Because mm-hmm. she knows how it works. Yeah. Random two wi- random two wi- Rottweilers with human, oh, human baby heads. That what out. the fuck was that? I don't know. Some was, kind of dream it was, thing? It was creepy. It was... Not, not necessary. Not well made. At no. All, and it was nothing and went no. nowhere. What the? No. F- why? No. Yeah. Also, like the human-sized rats went nowhere. Oh my god! Like... <laughs> the fucking rat. Yeah. So random things. Is it here or before when he opens his mouth and there's the eye inside of his mouth? That's which... at Grady's. Right. So like you know that there he's inside. He's trying yeah. to get out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was Freddie trying to get out of yeah. Jesse. Mm-hmm. So, um, at the boiler room, Lisa confronts Freddie. It's so weird. Yeah. The whole, like, how he dies. Because there's, like, fire dripping and melting everywhere on, like, the piping that surrounds them. And it catches Freddie on fire. Um, Freddie. Oh, yes, when, when she kisses him, I'm sorry. I started singing, Beautiful Creature of Darkness. 
what kind of life have you known? <laughs> Boiler room. So, Freddy dies, um, melts away. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing was a fucking mess, man. Like, uh, it, it was like, it was Ghostbusters. All of a sudden, like, fucking Louis Tully is like, all of a sudden pulling off pieces of, of, of dog and it's Louis Tully. It's the same thing. It was like pulling off pieces of, uh, um, uh, of Freddy Krueger and there's fucking. Sloughing off. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I mean, yeah. he was he was uh, defeated by love. Yeah, whatever. Heterosexual love. love. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Her, her vagina made it so that way you know Freddie would go away. I mean, <laughs> as 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 I heard one point, this pussy's mint. <laughs> mint can dish. Jesse is left in Freddie's sloughing wake, mm-hmm. and then we. Have a fake out ending. Fuck yeah. Off. Fuck uh, off. Well, you can tell it's a dream because they're all on the bus, and we've already established that he has a goddamn. I, car. I thought that same thing. I was like, "What?" The only thing I could think of is because I know both of his arms being bandaged. So I mean, he's burnt, and so maybe he can't drive. That was the only thing I could think of. And so why who's on the bus? He can but, totally drive. His yeah. hands are fine. <laughs> I would also like to circle back and correct my previous song because I realized that I sang the wrong word. It's not beautiful creature of darkness. It's beautiful creature of darkness. <laughs> I love you. Redaction. <laughs> what kind of life have you known? Oh my god. We got to the end! Guys. Yay! <laughs> Alright, we have, we, have, we have questions. We have oh, questions for Will. Man, yes we do. So question for Will. <sighs> I mean, I'm going to ask this, and I think I know the answer, but I'm still going to ask it. So, and uh, Sam- does, this, um. <laughs> does this seem gay to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? It's a gay movie. Okay. It's, it's, like, it's, Is it the coming out? Yes, it's, it's. Is it the hiding? It's the, it's the coming out, it's the. The discovering something inside yourself and grappling with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's because that that's a journey that that doesn't exist in the first movie, really. Yeah. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Would this be better if this had taken this movie and re- like pretty much removed it from the Nightmare on Elm Street? Let's just take it out. Of the sure. And we put a random monster in mm-hmm. it. Would it be better? Because then we can actually deal with it being like actually making a statement. And yeah, that there would be a lot of things like that that could make it. So you don't have to deal with like the rules of dreams and mm-hmm. shit like that. And yeah. and also take it out of the eighties, so we don't have any yeah. any shades of oh, gay people are pedophiles or mm. or like. The love of a woman will save you, or any any of those levels of yeah. problematic shit. Um, yeah. But overall, it's I'm trying. Was this in the? I feel like it was in the Scream Queen documentary. It's at that time there just weren't any pieces of media or culture or at least mainstream things for queer people and mm-hmm. so 
queer people became scavengers and they took what yeah. they could get. <clears throat> well, so there's a really good um, uh, uh, horror movie called The Burning, which The Burning is the first final boy. And it was like, it's not, it's really not gay, but it's one of those, like, I think a lot of people latch onto because it is a final boy. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that there's like, there's been leaks into like it could possibly be like we could possibly find things we're trying to find ways and avenues to bring gay into the culture even earlier than that because the burning's earlier than 81 mm-hmm. so um I, I mean this is just super sad this this movie's super it sad really is. it really is not it's not a to me it's like i said before it's not a nightmare on elm street movie this is not freddy krueger wasn't like Again, like we're again, we're equating a child molester to gay, and yeah. that is very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Very frustrating. Oh, I mean, I get it. I get why we celebrate it as a gay film, but it's not something to really necessarily be celebrated mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, as a gay person, I would assume. Yeah, would the same thing. It's not it. It's not the greatest thing, but you you. You sort of enjoy it because we also need to celebrate our history. Yeah. True. You true. know. True. That's, I guess, what's so fascinating about, you know, even movies or art or music or films that, like, are somewhat, even have, even have somewhat of a negative connotation. It's like the gay culture tends to, once they own it, it's yeah. forever exalted. Well, like, like we talked about the Babadook. Babadook's not gay, but for some strange reason, the gay cult, subculture is, is whatever, up, and then yeah. it takes over it. Like, but look at what happened. Know what the Babadook's about, or like it's, why? It's but, not gay at all. Yeah. But I kind of love that they take it over. Yeah, and it's fine. But yeah. look at what happened with Rocky Horror Picture Show. It wasn't gay necessarily, but oh, it well, was. Well, that's overtly mm, queer. That it was but it had a following and had a culture, a subculture to it. I mean, because that we so um, old dark house is really honestly the, uh, the the blueprint for Rocky Horror. The inspiration sure. for mm-hmm. so there's a lot right mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, subtext there, but it's interesting. So in thinking about that and what these older films provide and why they're, you know, they're laying the groundwork. Yeah. It just, it's, I mean, I would love, I would love to have a, a progression of, from, you know, Bride of Frankenstein to, what was that uh, unicorn movie? The Gay Unicorn, what the hell was it called? The Last Unicorn? No, 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 the one you sent me was something like, oh god, I remember looking Oh, at, Unicorn Killer! Yeah, yeah! yeah. Like, <laughs> gay, like, oh, okay. Way over, like, yeah, hello! Like, I would love to have, like, a, a timeline or a analysis of all of that, but... Progression too. Yeah, I mean, again, I would love to have this movie removed and altered and reimagined. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I right. think we should do ratings. I think we should too. Cool. So, blood droplets for blood and gore. How many out of five would you give it? Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, you got blood yeah. fountain in number one. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. What do you got in this one? I mean, yeah, uh, this is this is maybe a one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I wrote three, but maybe I should change it to two. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, change it to two. Mm. It wasn't at there. I mean, there was a lot of makeup effects. There was a lot of red paint, but not you know. 
There was the whole brain thing. Yeah, two. Good for them. Two. I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say two. Uh, spooky, scary. How many? <laughs> how many little ghosts do you give it? Uh, you know, I give it. I give it like like a solid three. Yeah. Yeah. There are there are some good pop up moments, and 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 Freddy's not too much of a comical character yet. He's you know, not. He has yeah. red he eyes. I was doing this fucking quippy shit and for yeah, another couple of yeah. the next movie. The next movie, mostly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I gave it a. I gave it a two. What do you give it, Ray? One. One. I wasn't. We're talking about scariness, right? Spooky, scary. I yeah. wasn't scared of this. Well, they, they, that's okay. Yeah, Everybody's so, readings are okay. okay. Okay, so we've talked about this before. It depends on the person. Like I've seen some shit. Same some shit. So it's me. Is this, this is not scary? Yeah. 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 Scary isn't the word I would use. I I I stuck with the word spooky. Spooky. Mm-hmm. No. See, and to me, there was things in the old dark house that mm-hmm. were more spooky than yeah. this was. Yeah. The shadow play was amazing. It was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The lighting effects were. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, sex and nudity. <laughs> It's it's a it's a, it's also a good three, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hang on. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing wrong no. with that. No, compared what what did I give Fear No Evil? Because Fear No Evil was better at that than this a, a bit because there was actual like full nudity. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think you I gave think it two. I think you gave it three three and a half eggplants. Yeah. Oh yeah, so Something so like yeah. That. Let's 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 stick with like two on that half. scale. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I gave it two for two. sex and nudity. Yeah, fun and entertainment. How many cold black hearts do you give it? Oh, I think it's still fun. As problematic. As <laughs> I agree. It is. I think it's it's still it's still a good four. It's a good four. I agree. I can, I still have a good time. I gave it a three. Two. I'm I, I'm yeah. not a fan of nightmare. I, that's just me. Well, that's me. But that's me. I love it. But we'll talk about that some other time. So let's do recommendations. Yeah. Miss Ray. Fuck. Um, take it away. Oh, God bless me. Because I got a pee. So take it away. Okay. Um, so real quick, too. Um, I got one, which is um, if you've not been keeping up with um, uh, Joe Bob Briggs and the last drive-in, he did, um, this is a couple weeks ago, he did um, Nosferatu. He did Nosferatu uh, 1922. And then he also did um, the 70s Werner Herzog, and I would recommend it. I liked that the, he, he contrasted both of them, and I, there's so, and, and along with everything on Joe Bob's and Last, and last uh, um, Drive-In, he gives so much information and so much back um, backstory. He's a fountain of, uh, of cinematic history, and when he finally goes, we will be very sad to, uh, to miss out on what he has to offer us. Um, the other thing I'm going to say is um, I've been loving, I'm diving back into fucking Dateline because I'm a crazy person. So <laughs> Peacock has every episode of fucking Dateline and also some really good series that one made me want to burn the city of fucking Lancaster, Pennsylvania to the ground is called Sins of the Amish and it will make you fucking furious like me. Because rapity, rape, 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 that's all the fucking shit is oh. happening over there. And it's disgusting. 
and I want to rip everyone's dick off. <laughs> Anyhow, that's my uh, recommendation. Will, do you have a recommendation for us? Hey, so I recently watched this this oh, musical has been around a long time, but I still recommend it because I just happened to see a tour that came through town, the musical Waitress. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Let me tell you, it is so such great. a good musical, and it's the, this is my second time seeing it now, and it still holds up. It's the, And I like the movie as well. The musical is better, I think. I was just going to ask you and, that. Um, the, it's and it's a complex story. It's layered. The characters are layered and complicated, and I really... Mm-hmm. Like it, and this the staging of the Broadway production that's touring around the country right now is just beautiful and gorgeous. And on a more general note, live theater, y'all. Hey, I love it. it. Hey, go go and support your local live theater. Thank you. Mask, whatever you want to do. Yes, whatever. Even if it's your local community theater, like if you or like your local. Middle school drama club. If they're putting yep. if they're putting yep. something on, go and support them. I know. Oh my god! As an audience member, you may have a threshold for how much of that. <laughs> pain. Pain. We know. Stomach, pain. But, yeah. but I totally re- got but it. Really, if you can, sh- if you can shut off part part of your objective brain, if you're really judgy about that stuff, and just see the pure yeah. joy Agreed. living within the the these local performers' faces, or go to see an actually really well-put-together professional production also. Just support the art form of life. Yeah. Yeah. A fucking man. And I can definitely personally attest to seeing a middle school show, which was (laughs) slightly painful, but definitely delightful. We Mm -hmm. talked about it on this one. Yes, we did. I went to see my boyfriend's daughters in a local production of The Little Mermaid Junior. They were so cute. I mean, they were adorable. So it was like, ah, they're gonna go to theater! So, I'm going I recommended this before, but I'm gonna say it again. If you are, I'm gonna say it again. Hallelujah! Amen! So, I'm gonna say, I'm really drunk. We've all been really singy tonight. So singy. So I recommended it once before, but I'm going to recommend it again. If you do decide to watch Nightmare on Elm Street 2, um, I would recommend, I would recommend watching this. um, I watched it before, but I kind of wish I had watched it after. Um, it's called, it's a documentary called Scream, Comma, Queen, exclamation point, My Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, which follows the actor Mark Patton, uh, the lead actor in Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Um, you can find, you can rent it on um, Amazon Prime, on YouTube, Google Play, Vudu, Apple TV, or you can watch it for free if you have a Shutter subscri- subscription because it's a Shutter documentary. It's only an hour and a half, and it chronicles, it talks about, it follows Mark Patton um, before, during, and after the filming of Nightmare 2, and how... Enjoy podcasts. My living podcast is like... Yeah! I I got so excited. Yeah, they got featured in the documentary, Mm -hmm. interviewing Mark Patton at at the Horrorhound Mm -hmm. convention. Mm -hmm. Um, Someday. Someday we will get there. We'll do it next year. That'll be, uh, that'll be amazing. Um, <laughs> so 
So Mark Patton was um, interviewed about uh, the time in his life before, during, and after Nightmare 2, not how it affected him. And he harbored a lot of, he shouldered a lot. After Nightmare 2, he really didn't do anything else in Hollywood. He pretty much went off the grid. And um, he was living recently in Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. And when they did the Never Sleep Again documentary, someone reached out to him to do it. And as Ray had indicated earlier in the podcast, he said he would only do it if he was able to have a sit down with David Chaskin, the writer. Because David Chaskin in particular kind of threw Mark under the bus a little bit about a lot of it about how oh it wasn't my sub my gay subtext it was the casting yeah it was the casting that was the problem that made it so overt and ruined it um and it's really sad you know like an aspiring young actor in hollywood in the entertainment industry and how one gig could make or break you um, but I highly recommend watching it in conjunction with Nightmare on Elm Street 2 um, just to see because just to see his journey and see what ha- you know why this is such a um, an iconic gay culture film and why he is he is at peace with it you know he's at peace with it now and he does attend conventions if you ever you know see him in the area yeah. that's who that is Mark Patton Hey, someday, someday, crossing fingers. Uh, so that's my recommendation. All right, I'm trying to find. I'm trying. I'm, I, that's what I was doing as you were talking. I was trying to do our like, um, how to find us. Uh, oh no, I have that. Hold on. So coming up, we 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 switched some stuff around because uh, I am lazy. Uh, next month we're gonna do sleepaway camp. So sleepaway camp one and two, and then. Three and four, we are not doing a return to sleepaway camp because I mm. give a fuck about that. <laughs> um, don't care. Don't. It's fine. If you guys want to tell us about, like, like you know, what we're missing, go like, ahead and go come at us. us. Come uh, after us. Yeah, because at. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> guess what? I ain't gonna sleep over not watching fucking return to sleepaway. Camp. Honest to God, no. no. So, but yeah, you want to add us? Go for it. At us. At where? At, you can email us at booze, boobs, and blood podcast at gmail.com. That's booze, boob, booze, boobs, A N D, blood podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter at booze, boobs, blood. Instagram at 3B podcast. Facebook at B3 podcast. On, you can uh, message us on TikTok at booze, boobs, blood podcast. And letterbox. I, <laughs> I, I haven't somewhere. written that down yeah, yet. But what I'd like to do right now is thank our guests. Oh my gosh, Will. Yes. Oh, oh I adore this you. Fucking- yes. It's been a time <laughs> and a half. Every fucking minute of it. And thank you, you so much. Whenever you'd Fucking yes, thank you yes. so much for staying over too for yeah, extending this with us. It's, it's late this was a lot. This was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot. I apologize and I'm so sorry. But we um, love it. Yeah. Love every minute of it. Oh yes, I had a lovely, lovely time. Oh, oh thank you so goes. much. I cannot wait to come back for a movie that's appropriate <laughs> for my input. Such as um, 
What did we mention before? Oh, oh yes. Carrie. Carrie. Someday in the distant future, we want a, a, a mega Carrie episode. Yes. Yep. I feel like sometime we'll do a Stephen King like month. I'm just not oh, sure okay. when or where in the future that'll Stephen be. King, it's not just a month. It's like. It's, well, yeah, it's, it's probably like going to be a series. Be, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when we do, we will do Carrie. Yeah, we will. And we will have you back on. You have been a delight. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you so, so much. Yes, 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 yes. So, how do we end this fucking thing? Uh, lately, it's been... <laughs> Later, bitches!